0: It used to be a big thing, like, don't cut my pants off. And now, <laughs> yeah. nowadays, I'm like, I don't care. Cut Fuck all of it me. off. Cut my boots, everything off. Yeah, yep, Fuck whole nine yards. Like, like, <laughs>
1: don't cut my pants off.
0: Because breaking legs and they take your boots off, there's no worse pain than, like, feeling the yeah. bone shift.
2: Dude, yeah. If they would just hack the top half of the boot off and oh. leave the bottom
0: half on. There's so much pressure. Go ahead. Boots. I don't give a shit.
2: <laughs> it's miserable.
0: But then afterwards, you're like, oh, I'm glad they didn't save me 700 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> On top of your seventy thousand dollars medical bills, <laughs>
2: right? You can put them on now. We're good. Are you gonna introduce them? I like when you do that. You want me to do it like all? You want me to get into it and do it? Yeah, but um, I'm not gonna lie, I let, practiced it twice
3: <laughs> on the way here. <laughs> Hell yeah, but There you go. There you go.
1: Let the <laughs> let the song play for a little bit.
3: Can you turn my headphones up just a little bit. You
1: say this every time. <clears throat> He- hearing testing. testing, testing. That's good. Right
2: you there. like that? That's good. Don't yeah. talk any quieter there.
3: Just touch. I never
2: feel like I can hear myself. That was yeah. two clicks down. You you sound, do I sound
3: okay? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I sound like a. You m- sound youthful, Gage. Youthful.
2: Yeah. Thank you, <sighs> Justin. Can we talk about the time we went hunting together?
0: <laughs> yeah. You want me to explain it, or do you want to explain You it? go ahead, Probably buddy? Better if I get it. <laughs> so we take Mike pheasant hunting. That was like your first time pheasant hunting, wasn't it? Like maybe in. second tops. We're driving around, we're walking fields. He can't find anything to shoot, and there's this rooster that is on a main highway by Philip, like the main highway, fourteen. We and stopped. We stopped, and this rooster runs out in the middle of the road. I'm like, all right, run after it. It'll go down the ditch, shoot it in the ditch. You know, that's how you do it legally. You no, know, Mike gets out of the pickup with it running and his door open. And blast this thing
2: on the road. Dude, Steel (laughs) Bendigo was kind of like getting out of his side of the pickup, too. And it scared the absolute... Fuck out of steel that I shot that bird. <laughs> Me too. Did he ground yeah. pound it? Oh, on the
4: highway. No, so it's...
3: <laughs> still on the road? Yes, on the main highway. I thought highway. like he started to take
0: off and you blasted him. No, it was like pavement pounding, whatever you call it. <laughs> it was still on the road, and I looked at Mike. I'm like, fuck.
2: And I just go. I look at Justin with my gun still in my hand. Did I do it wrong?
4: He's like, <laughs> I'm confused why everyone's freaking out right now. So we,
0: yeah, we haul ass up to it. I jump out, throw it in the box of the truck. We take off because there's semis and like troopers and shit flying by us.
2: I'm like. We're going to jail. Dude, I once yeah. they told me how illegal what I just did was, <clears throat> I laughed my ass off for a very long time. It doesn't help that we probably polished off a 12-pack by that point, too. <laughs> yeah. So was,
0: there was nothing legal.
2: I just remember, Justin, you were like, <laughs> the only thing legal that you did is you were wearing orange. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: On the highway. Uh, All right, you guys ready? Yeah. That one, Mike. Hold on, I gotta do the drums. What? Yep. I missed the drums, Mike. You made me miss the drum part. Welcome to episode five, Flat Tire Factory Podcast. We are in the MX Connection Studios, sponsored by MX Connection, Perfect Structure, 4GM in Motocross. You wanna try that one again, or are you good with that? What? 4GMX indoor. Thank you, Mike.
4: Indoor Motocross.
1: Um, I'd like to thank them for allowing us to do photos, and they had a pretty good year this year. Keeps going up, keeps going up. Rapid Concrete Solutions. What do we say around here, boys? Raise it, don't replace it. it. Specializing in concrete lifting with polyurethane foam. They offer concrete lifting, repair, void filling, and soil stabilization. For your free consultation, call 605-381-1597. Deadwood All In. James Carter, Deadwood All In. Freestyle Show. Um, if you came to the SDMA meeting they had last Friday, he spilled the beans on some stuff they're doing for Deadwood All-In, but I'm not going to do it till James is back. Um, they have writers from x Games, Nitro Circus, Red Bull, X-Fighters. It's a pretty gnarly show. I'm super excited for it. Static Collective, creating apparel to be static at times and taking the radness of life. Visit staticcollective.com to get your gear. They got some new sweatshirts that they have. Thank you, Mike. Some new sweatshirts that dropped. <laughs> I'm repping the tan one right now. They're super sick. They're on Facebook at Static Collective and Instagram at Static Collective. Precision Excavating, specializing in new housing builds, foundations, and sewer. You can call Luke at 605-786-2183. And he is tied, I don't what do you call that when it's two businesses together?
2: Sister companies.
1: Yeah, their sisters, Black Hills Landscape. They do custom commercial and residential landscaping. And you can call Chris at 605 605- 381 Welcome to episode five. Dusty Gardner. How you doing today? Here I am. I'm good. How you doing, bud? Good, good, good. good. You got
2: sunburnt today.
1: I did.
5: I
2: worked. Outside. Isn't that crazy? They already run on the bro tank, too.
5: Yeah, yeah. It it felt super hot and now I'm cold. So I'm like have the chills as I'm hot, if that makes sense. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it was just a couple days ago. It was like negative twenty and all of a sudden in the yeah. 70s.
5: VP
1: Mike Neal. What's up, fellas? Was in a rush to get here today. We were waiting on him, but that's all good. Mm-hmm. Some people have to work, Chris. Yeah, I worked today too. But what do you do?
2: Gage moleman owner get, MX Connection. Let's get this train wreck started.
3: <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> it's going to be a good one.
2: At least I wasn't even late, dude. But when I was walking in, Gage saw customers walking out. So it's perfect timing. Yeah, we got into a a bullshit fest up there oh, yeah. pretty hard it's weird I, that doesn't happen here does it never you don't just get stuck
1: here and talk to people do you know no. i'm in out yeah me too thank you mother um and our guest today <gasps> let it play mike <laughs>
4: Out of Rapid
2: City, South Dakota on a KX450, the 141, a Justin Grable. Justin Grable. How's it going, guys? Thanks for coming in, Justin.
0: Thanks for having me. Is this your first podcast, Justin? This is my first podcast.
1: So far, as you can tell, we run a pretty loose program around here. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that. Sponsorship
2: reads wrong. Can't get the music right. That intro for Justin, that was good.
1: That was spot on. No, right? I, ma- I nailed my part. Yeah. yeah I really liked it.
3: <laughs> okay. So real careful. What do you think of the studio? I really like it. Watch studio. your toe yeah, <laughs> yeah, kid. <laughs> yeah. Roger, like, Roger,
4: yeah.
0: A couple weeks ago I came in here and I sat where Chris sits. I just pushed all his buttons.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um Alex was not too impressed. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what did he say? He's like, yeah, it's it's nothing special. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, thanks.
0: Oh, I like it. Uh, Justin, what's your biggest pet peeve? I've been thinking about this since, since you sent it to me. I have a lot of pet peeves, but probably my biggest one is chewing with your mouth open. Bingo. No. Uh-uh. That's nope. Me. We've all said nope. that. You guys have said that. Yeah, you did say that. But I thought so that's my number one thing. You do that, I'm going I'm to stop you. <laughs> I'm going to stop <laughs> you. He sounds like a sheriff.
1: Like <laughs>
2: authority. Oh, I was going to say almost... the sheriff, Justin Grable.
0: Oh man. Dang it. I can think of another pet peeve if you want me to. We can come back to it. Let's go. We'll come back to it. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Justin. Oh, we can we can come back to it. We'll be here. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> uh today we're gonna talk about our gear review as grips. We'll go about march indoors. Um Mike <laughs> Mike had a little going off moment with some parents. Just one. Just one. Really? I said one. Yeah. No we'll super get to line? it <laughs> super, super duper cross uh the plans we have for a m as of now flat tire factory wise gauges tech tips gauge you can do suspension today yeah you bet i put that in there more for me than anyone else it was selfish but um do you have air forks chris yeah air fork oh just one of them just one hmm. i put that in there because i'm wondering about it. Uh, Justin, we'll go over your background and your info. We'll do our static collective tire poppers, which is our 30-second rants. And we'll do what did we learn. So, gear. Uh, go with Mike. What kind of grips do you run, Mike?
2: I run the uh, the white special edition Troy Lee design softs. Oh, fancy. And I've been running them things since they came out. Are they glue on? Uh, you can glue or wire tie, but I actually just...
4: Damn!
2: I use spray paint, dude. That was the wrong button.
4: No! God, please,
2: no, <laughs> no. That's how I feel about glue-on grips. Well, you can wire time. I don't even use glue. I use spray paint. You spray paint, you paint them on? Slide it on. It slides on super nice. By the time you get up in the morning, that thing's good to go. Why are they special edition? I don't know. They just have always marked them special edition or limited edition, but they've been around for at least 10 years.
3: That's the same with the Carmichael ones. They were limited edition for the last 15 years. For pro taper, the Third waffle, Mm -hmm. or half waffle, not the third waffle. Gauge, grips? I like full diamond, Um, about anything full diamond. doesn't matter if it's Frenthal, Pro Taper. Uh, I really like the Troy Lee. Um, Not real picky, except until you get into waffle territory. Like, I can do third waffle, not half waffle.
2: I'm team no waffle. I'm... I'll be honest, I'm
1: teamed by the ones that you clamp on, mm-hmm. that they give you a throttle tube with.
3: And I've tried, like, I rode Ezra's <laughs> bikes with the, the clamp-ons, and they are super good, super solid. Um, I like how they have a little bit of raised edge. Um, and when you crash, they don't tear up, so you don't lose the grip. You know, it's the one thing with uh, glue-on grips, if you crash, it tears the end, also you can get a little bit of material in there, and then it loosens the whole grip up. Mm-hmm. Where the clamp-ons, they'll take quite a beating. I feel like they're smaller, the clamp-on ones. The new ones, yeah, the old ones were horrible, so I was really reluctant until they came out with the new ones. The new ones are way better.
5: Dusty grips. I have no idea. The stock ones? <laughs> you still run
3: stock <laughs> grips? Yeah. The James. clamp-on.
2: KTM comes with clamp-on. Yeah. Do they really?
4: Rogers! Yeah. Rogers! yeah. Dude,
2: stock Suzuki and Cowie grips, miserable life. Especially get them
3: off the throttle tube. You, just you buy don't, a new throttle yeah, tube. Yeah, you
2: just buy a new one. They come with clamp-on grips. Uh, our brands don't. Well, S- Jap- Japanese. Justin, <laughs> grips? Uh, right now I've got trolley
0: Designs grips, but I don't really love them a ton. So I bought some new Renthal, like the half waffle ones. I'm going to try those next. I'm going to wait till I rip these off, though. We'll do, we'll do your whole setup. Boots. Tech 10s. Hell
4: yeah! Right, <laughs> right, yeah!
0: I just bought those not long ago from Gage. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're still not broken very well. That's rough break-in, isn't yeah, it? It is rough. Helmet? A showy.
4: Mm.
5: Those are pretty good.
0: I've had that helmet for a long time. I can't hit
1: the righteous button unless it's something I have. They are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. they're and then
0: goggles. 100%. I don't know what brand or what style. The brand's 100%. The brand's 100%. The name I don't the co- know what What's style. the name of the company? I don't. I honestly don't even know. I have a couple <laughs> different kinds Probably i racecraft and curie i don't race very much anymore i just half the time when i test ride the dirt bike track i don't even wear goggles I'm too lazy to put them on <laughs>
4: that
2: doesn't feel weird no i'm mean, I indoors dude i cannot ride without eyes goggles like, yeah.
0: eyes like water up yeah but yeah, yeah frick it i just figure it's one less thing i have to take off if i crash you know oh is, that my the,
5: is that the trick to your timing on everything yeah. no goggles no, no goggles. goggles see
0: i think it makes it worse like it's I think like, it makes riding way way hard you shut your eyes and like
5: feel the throttle. Yeah. <laughs> There's no point.
0: seeing. <laughs> it's all squinting and feel. Well normally I'm riding by myself, so I don't have to worry about getting roosted in the face or anything.
2: That's true. That helps so. out a lot right there. And it's never really dusty in there. No. That never happened.
0: Yeah. When I test ride the track, it is. Yeah, it's even just water. you? Yeah, it gets pretty dusty. Mm.
1: We're not there yet. Okay, march indoors, we're there. <laughs> uh, pretty good. Justin, you remember how many it was? It was 400 and something. It was
0: 419.
1: That's pretty good for that storm coming in. Yeah, that's really good. That everyone was all worried about. Yeah, I wasn't sure how that was going to work out. <clears throat> no, that was quite a few, though. Did I that?
0: think it helped that it was nice out Yeah, that day. I remember
1: um, uh, three years ago when I snuck in and started doing
0: videos. I don't. You guys weren't even over 300. No, No, we were like two eighties two nineties, and that was kind of steady for a while we thought that was a lot at that time
2: yeah there totally seems to be a resurgence in dirt bike riding lately yeah man Mm. there's just so many people it seems like you just see people driving down the road with dirt bikes in the back of their pickup no numbers or anything but that's still cool it's pumped i'm pumped
1: that was good um pro turnout was really good one of theirs they had a Full gate. I think it was 250.
2: I bet it was. I don't remember. Yeah, 250. It was full. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it makes it a lot more fun to announce, too, when there's a bunch of pro guys. Yeah. Get, I really get into that mm. class. I, I enjoy announcing that one. I like seeing all those guys racing. Mm-hmm. seems like they're getting back into it, too, a yeah. little bit. Yeah, Derek, Derek, Donnie, Alex, and Joel Wasserberger all sent in their SDMA numbers. Registration for this year. Alex McPherson sent in his? No, not Alex McPherson. Oh, man. I'm going
5: to text him right now.
2: Yeah, it was Alex McPherson. It was?
4: Yeah. Oh, no way.
1: <laughs> we were trying to get him to race this last indoor so freaking hard. Mike offered to pay for his entry. I told him I'd double it.
2: Like, <laughs> he was going to make money before the gate even
1: dropped. Yeah. Why would he not? He still wouldn't do it. He doesn't want to wreck. I know that feeling. He's got concrete to raise. That's why we don't race. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know the feeling. Uh, 43 this struck me 43 riders in 250
2: c and yeah. there's at least five of them that could move up no problem Oh at least that's a ton that is a lot
0: and it makes it makes it for a long day um that's four like when we do practice that's four heats of practice just for that one class that we have to do and then heat races
2: yeah heat races take a long time what do we have do we have three heat races? I'm pretty sure it really yeah, was three. three and then three LCQs or two LCQs. I don't remember how that worked.
0: Well, it, sometimes it depends. I think, I don't remember if the last, I think last one we actually had four. Yeah. And then we only take like the top guy out of the LCQ yeah, to, win to win it. it. Yep. 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 I do remember saying so you that have to be times. in the top four if you want to make it. But when you have 43 riders, we can't take them. all. It's only a 12 man gate and six, We take 16 total, but so we only take 16 out of that 43. Bro. I hate starting in the back.
2: Yeah, I bet you're already done before You're done. Nah, you could still you can <sighs> do something. No, LC keys if, are... if you swing wide and then cut in super hard, you can pass half the class because they all pu- everybody pushes them. Everybody does it. Everybody just pushes everybody else wide, and then there's this like huge gap on the inside that nobody's touched. You just square that thing up, boom, right to the inside. Top five. Ooh, <laughs> top five. <laughs>
1: Just like that. Dusty's taking notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it works, dude. I've done it for sure. I start,
2: so I may as well just start
5: back there.
1: I always liked LCQs because I'm always in a place where like, okay, probably won't qualify, but you're going to get in with the LCQ. And if you win an LCQ, but you kind of suck, you're like king of the dorks. King of the dorks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a ton of, like, hell yeah, one won one today. And then you line up and you're in the back. You're like. Who's not going to roost me? Oh, you all are.
0: (laughs) You just got to find who gets good starts, line up behind them.
1: Yeah, right. Uh,
2: Mike. (laughs) What's up? (laughs) Coming in hot. I don't even think that was a moto parent. I don't know who he was, but he earned an Ashton, and I was there to deliver it. You definitely delivered him one. Okay, so here's here's the scenario. Andrew Besson and I are walking... There's that uh, tabletop right up against the fence. We're on the other side of that, so on the infield side of it, and, and we hear something, so we start walking over that way. You know, I'm still watching the race and paying attention to what's going on. Well, then that guy starts screaming across the track to Andrew about how he's a shitty flagger and this, that, and everything else, blah, 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 whole nine yards. And Andrew just, like, looked at the situation, realized the chick was already off the track, the bike was off the track, like, there was no reason to have a flagger. Andrew went back to where, where he was supposed to go. And then Cody, Justin's wife, came cruising over there. And then he starts laying into her. And then that's what triggered me. And it just instantly fired me up. Because Cody's walk- Cody has a camera. You want her to wave her freaking camera around as a flag? Like, she can't do anything, man. She is just walking up to the situation, too. There's no reason to be yelling at her. So I was sitting there, like I was on the start gate, dude, (laughs) waiting for the last bike to cross so I could go over there. Cause I, dude, and he was pointing his finger at her, and it was just firing me up. I just couldn't handle it. I got over there to him. I told him exactly how I felt about the situation, (laughs) (laughs) and then so by the time all that was said and done, I thought the situation was over. And then I turned around, and there was five of you guys standing around watching me. Like, yeah, I didn't realize I was that crazy. I was just, I was just mad, and that guy was just. Making it way worse. Like, he was yelling at people that didn't need to be yelled at. And it's just, there's no reason for it.
3: Well, nice thing about Mike is he's willing to call out anybody at any time on anything that he thinks isn't uh, kosher.
2: (laughs) Yeah, if you're crossing a line, there's a line that we all know. If you cross that line, if nobody's going to stand up and say something, I have no problem doing it. 100%.
1: I cruised over there because when I looked over, you were like looking somewhere to set your clipboard
2: and your microphone. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. High. Sorry, Justin. I don't mean no. to yell and freak out at your customers, but <laughs> customers, are like, I mean, they kind of are yeah. right.
0: Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just well, there's a time and a place for it. You're getting your ass chewed. Yeah, you can chew someone else's ass.
2: And if you're chewing someone's ass for something that's legit. Yeah, that's one I'm thing. I'm 100%. I'll sit there and watch the whole thing. I don't care. Like, yeah. Yeah, if you deserve one, you take it. If you earned it, you take it. Yep. I, nobody there that got yelled at earned it, except for that guy. Well, that was
0: kind of just, there was a lot of miscommunication on that one. Yeah. Um, Like, that girl, uh, she actually didn't even rack. She just cased a jump really hard. Oh, really? And then she rolled off to the side and laid down. Um, obviously, we're not going to see that. We see the racks on the track, and by the time I got over there, my, we were those headsets. My dad's on the radio saying, hey your wife's getting her ass would Go help her out. I don't like that. She doesn't <laughs> need to get her butt chewed. You know, she's, yeah, she's taking pictures and she doesn't need that. So I go over there and like, you know, Cody, she just storms off cause she's mad. She it takes a lot to make her mad. And then uh, that parent, he ended up apologizing to me. Um, if it makes it any better too, he did, he owned it. He's like, yeah, I overreacted. That's cool. And he, he owned it right away. He calmed down really fast and I kind of get it, too. It's a family friend. She's hurt. You know, it's just your emotions get really high. It's a little different when it's personal. Um, I got him calmed down. He calmed down. He ended up walking off.
1: Yeah, your kid gets hurt. It's, re- it's weird. Like, people, when that happens, they, like, just need someone to blame, like, right away. hmm Other than, you right, know.
3: Except for me. <laughs> except for Gage.
4: Gage <laughs> is
1: like. Gage doesn't even set his coffee down. Yeah, Gage is like, <laughs> are you pushing your bike or am I? <laughs>
0: I think that's just with experience. So we've been around it for so long. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Well, Justin's never been hurt. Yeah. yeah. Ever. No,
3: Except never. for Hermosa. Good
2: for you, bro.
0: Yeah, Hermosa, Pier, Indoor Tracks, <laughs> Nebraska. Pretty much anywhere. Farmingdale. Yeah, like a whole freaking three-state radius that you've been hurt in. Yeah, I've been hurt a lot. We'll
1: get into it. I got a whole section dedicated to you. <laughs> Wonderful. Ah, uh, anything else on indoors? Boys. Dusty didn't race. Didn't like yeah, it. That.
5: Why didn't you race? Uh, well, I had my kids. Kind of hard with the kids. But uh, every time I race, so I have this disease called P. Inca vasculitis. Every time it seems like I race, the exhaust fumes will like do something with it, and I start peeing blood. Oof! And then I get really fatigued for like two or three days. Dang! And yeah, there's a lot of
0: fumes that. So, it's hard to vent that out. of there. Yeah, I start- mean, especially when it's cold. Like yeah. it's, it's
5: kind of hard to get away from it. But that's why I usually take the camper down and then get out, go chill in the camper, and then come back when it's kind of my turn to go. And that makes sense. I've always wondered why you bring that down, but yeah, it
3: makes sense. Let's start racing outdoors.
5: I'm gonna. I think I might try. I don't like racing though. <laughs> 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 that. <laughs> That totally fits you, though. <laughs> like, that, that <laughs> statement, like, I don't really like racing. <laughs> I mean, I can't hang with these 16-year-olds. No. I, I can do, like two, fat, like, two really fast laps, and I'm done. Like, I'm going to go home.
1: Dude, I feel so bad for my dirt Welcome bike in outdoors. Box. You know, like, big corners or big straightaways, and you're like, throttle stop, shift. It's still on the throttle stop. I'm like, I'm so sorry, dirt bike. Did you just pull an imaginary clutch? To shift. Did you see it? I don't it's even pull it. I don't even pull my real clutch to shift. Well, <laughs> you should you should start on those Suzuki's <laughs> yeah. gauge nuts in a freaking yard sale that yeah, transmission. Yeah.
2: I think I'd like outdoors more though. Come check it out. It's a good time. Go up to Bowman. Bowman's a blast. Bowman's a good time.
5: Probably gonna do the Gillette one. Is it May? May Yeah. Sure. Definitely probably the one in
3: Can we say it? Deadwood?
1: No, can't say it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> Don't listen to that. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Didn't
3: hear it.
1: You guys going to Gillette tomorrow? Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, you are. I'm gonna, you, are, you are. I was thinking you guys
1: would talk me into it during this podcast, but I'm not really convinced. We'll I'm, talk you into it. Looks like I'm riding. Justin, you
2: want to? You gonna go riding tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, he's too. going. Oh, are you? Nice. Yep. I'm gonna leave Spearfish like eight-ish. That means I gotta leave at like seven.
0: I gotta
4: That's
2: go. To, I gotta go to Bell
3: and pick up a. Kid, Let though. them break the track in. Oh, Make, some lines.
0: Make some lines. That's true. It's always
2: the best the first half of the day, though.
3: Oh, yeah. for Those sure.
0: For sure. Hour or two is the best. That's why I want to get there. and then That's a veteran I'll be, move. I'll be tired. <laughs> that's a green. veteran move. All the kids
2: show up at noon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't want to ride when it's rough. <laughs> yeah, me either. I'm, I'm there for be, a good time, not work. I'll be home by noon. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I kind of like going. We've been doing that lately, Dusty. I like getting there early and being home
2: at like 1 o'clock. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. and then you still have your whole day to do something, too. Yeah. You know,
5: wash all your stuff and Hang out, put it away.
1: Uh, super duper cross boys. I don't want to brag, but episode one, we all picked who we thought would win. Who do you think would win super cross? Not now, but then
0: I thought Tom Mac would have it. Okay,
1: that was dumb. <laughs>
4: <laughs> thanks, yeah, thanks. <laughs> He's just
5: so nice about it. Thanks.
1: <laughs> I want to go on record. I said Cooper Webb,
5: he hasn't won yet, though. So hmm?
1: yeah. it's looking good. It was looking good for Kenny for the first half of the year. No, tuckered out. You listen to Pulp. They talk well, about Cooper out. Webb. First seven rounds, Cooper's testing. We're still testing. We're done testing. He's going. I don't even like Cooper Webb, but he's gonna. He's gonna do it. Nah, dude. Arguments. Yeah. I still think AC's in it. Oh he's my gonna, god. He's <laughs> <get> it, <dude. laughs> um. Someone told me, did Peters? Did Peters write it?
2: Yeah. Uh, I seen his name. Saw. Dang. I seen to his name.
4: <laughs> Sorry, I tried to hit him both with my beer.
2: Sorry. <laughs> but welcome, yes, Welcome to the podcast. Yes, he was trying to qualify. I Didn't qualify? I don't know In, what place he got or anything, but... Hmm. I did see to his name there. There
5: you go. <laughs> Perfect.
1: Um, Did you... You probably paid attention to this, Mike. K Peters? Kyle Peters? Kyle Peters? Oh, uh, yeah. The... Went undefeated in is it Hoosier Arena Cross?
4: Yes, yep.
1: Undefeated, um, thir- third
2: podium. I thought that was cooler than shit. I'm pretty sure that's his first ever podium, or maybe second. But that's super cool for him. Like yeah, I thought badass. that was cool. And that Privateer Honda team too. That's pretty sweet. That last race was crazy. I did not think Hunter Lawrence would get a Supercross win this year. Did you see his pass? Yeah,
1: two and one. Smart. It's two for yeah. Got a twofer. That was so freaking cool.
2: It's I like insane. that a lot.
1: Yeah. So I just want to go on record here, buddy. I'm going to highlight this. Called Cooper Webb. You guys all owe me 100 bucks if he wins. <laughs> hey, Back, I wasn't here then.
2: Before you get too You're far. in it now, bud. <laughs> before you get too far. How did you guys' fantasy team go for Tuesday? Oh, my
3: God. Mine went good. I don't
2: even want to talk about it. Me either.
3: Luke
1: Bestian's average score is higher than my highest score I've ever gotten. <laughs> His average is higher than the best I've ever done. So, no, I'm not happy about it.
2: I scored 151 <laughs> points. Dude. Oh, I didn't do that <laughs> bad. Oh, man. I had a 450, one 450 rider scored more points than my entire 250 <laughs> team. <laughs> yep. God,
3: I was so angry. <laughs> I actually did pretty good. I had two guys that were actually out, but um, I, I think I had 215.
2: Damn. Jeez. Because yeah. I had two guys out, too. I picked Alex Ray. That didn't work out well. No. I and Alex too. Martin.
1: I asked you how Alex Ray was riding, and you said he didn't look good, so I didn't pick him. I said he looked good. Oh. didn't look good. I read it wrong and didn't pick him. Hell, yeah. Good choice. Yeah. He'll probably blow another case
2: out. Fantasy Supercross is the most aggravating goddamn thing ever. <laughs> what place you do you know? I don't even want to talk about it. It's, there's four <laughs> numbers
1: there, at least. I went from 17th to, like, 15th, so I'm feeling pretty good.
2: Oh, in our league? Yeah. I'm third. Oh. I thought you meant the championship. Oh. Oh, at, I'm in the thousandth. Fucking third. Fucking third. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, little Drew Odlin's whooping my ass. I He's, like, that. 30 points ahead of me every freaking weekend. I don't know how Luke Bastian does it. And it's. I weird. think he hacked it. Luke and I generally have pretty similar teams. Yeah. But... I'll have one rider shit the bed to where he won't. And it'll be the one rider that we had different. And he just freaking keeps gapping me and gapping me. Frustrating. Um, Guys, what happened to Ken Roxon? I don't know, dude. I think Cooper just beat him mentally already.
3: Well, after that last race, I really liked how Ken called him out. And he wasn't on the podium, but they still interviewed him. Yeah. And he... Kind of laid it all on the line. He was he was pretty frustrated.
2: He was mad because Cooper pushed him so, super wide in that in that uh, corner in Daytona. Yep. Which I didn't see anything wrong with it. It was the, like right away in the main event. If you and another guy are going for, like if Justin and I are going for a championship, and I have this opportunity to run you high in the second corner, so you get passed by the whole field. Absolutely. Duh. Yeah, I would expect it. Why would you not? Yeah. Like that's that's called strategy. Yeah. It. I I don't get what Kenny was so mad about. I think. Does Kenny not think he wouldn't do the same? Because if he wouldn't do the same thing, then you're not going to be a champion. Yeah, I don't think he will. Kenny's not that guy. But he already is a champion. He's already won motocross titles. He's not the guy to do that, though. He won't do that. You don't think? Uh, if if he was, he would have did it last race. I think if it was any other bike but the number two, he would have already done it. Mm. I, I think, think he, I think Cooper just has him mentally
0: beat. He he couldn't catch Cooper. Yeah, he didn't have a time to do it. He couldn't catch
5: him.
2: I think you're right. And Cooper's smart, dude. The, Cooper is smart. The second he did
1: that interview with, uh, if he wants to play games, I'll play games, Kenny's mentally beat. Yeah. Because Kenny's always been on his own, like, his own vibe, his own wave, you know? I'm just focusing on me. I got this going. I got this going. As soon as he's like, well, oh, if he wants to play games, that's not you, Ken Roxon. So the second that happened, he, Cooper's already in his head.
2: Yeah, he dipped into Cooper's yep. mentality, and that's not going to
4: work Which is perfect for, you. for Cooper. Yeah,
2: it worked. Yeah. Um, did you guys watch Daytona?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: What do you think of the sand section? I don't think anything bad about it, I guess. Oh, I was watching it and, like, I could not ride straight through that. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to ride it for sure. No. That's what I meant. Like, it, if you ever saw a sand section like that, no chance, dude. It's deep. It's deep. That's what she said. I don't know which one, Mike. I don't know which one, Mike.
5: None. One, Mike. That None. One. <laughs> yeah. Moment's
2: gone.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> did they did, did they always have an over-under in Daytona?
2: No, I think that was the first one. Was it? Yeah, I think. And I, I'm i pretty sure that I've seen something or heard something about that being the first time they've ever done the over-under. But have you guys thought about doing that
4: indoors?
0: Yeah, i would thought about it, but it would just take up too much space. Yeah. And then we have to haul it in and out. We'd have to put, like bring it in and put it together. Yeah, It's just way too much
2: work. Plus one person rides off the edge of that and you're yeah never gonna hear the end of it. You have so many
0: little bikes and
2: <laughs> you'd have to have like a guardrail. Right. And then <laughs> and like a net. We,
0: like we talked about earlier, 43 C riders, someone's gonna hit that yeah. If you cram that many people
2: through that that tunnel. You should make it the first corner. So everybody's like a <laughs> bottleneck <back> into this <laughs> over under. If you don't get a good start you're gonna crash. That's just, is what it is. You used yeah. to um bring that silo
1: in. Yeah pile
0: dirt on that. Yeah we used to um and then that just got beat up so bad. Yeah. Yeah. edge just started getting sharp. And we just didn't want anybody to like cut themselves or get hurt on it. That was a lot of work taking the in and out of that building every day. Yeah. That was a lot
2: of work. I remember when I walked in there and seen that thing in there the first Soft. time I was like, oh, dang it. It's kind of intimidating. I thought it was, I was just like, dang, that's pretty cool. I've never seen that before. You know, like yeah. interesting. You can
0: make a really big landing. All those landings when we, when we had that are super gradual. So if you even view case that you'd be fine, but I like that. If you jumped off, what <laughs> like if you jumped off the side or or got hit? You know, you're, that's yeah, gonna you're in trouble. Yeah, it's gonna hurt really bad.
1: Does it really save you that much dirt to use no. it? Either? yeah, I did think so.
0: No, it doesn't save us, and it's almost more work. So we have to put so much more dirt on top of it. Yeah, so we don't get down to the that aluminum.
5: Just makes the track longer. Really? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Last but not least, Aaron Plessinger gets podium. How good was his? Interview? Do it for
3: Dale. <laughs> That was awesome. That was really good.
2: I'm pumped he's still winning heat races, too. Yeah. That's cool. It's good for him, too. He needed some sort of resurgence, you know, and he was in that slump for so long. Isn't
1: he on, isn't his contract
2: up this year? I think so, yeah. You think uh, Star's going to keep him? I don't know. I bet he, with these heat races and that Daytona podium, I bet he finds himself a ride somewhere for sure. I don't know if it'll be Yamaha. I don't know if he wants to be there, you know? Yeah. He was Cooper Webb's teammate, and he watched Cooper Webb move over to KTM and then have s- all this success. Why wouldn't you want to try to do something else too, you know? Yeah. Because before Cooper went to KTM, he was nowhere what he is now. He was pretty much where Aaron Plessinger is.
1: Well, That's a good point. Maybe he'll go to Gas Gas.
2: Maybe hey, Barsha needs a him buddy. Him and Barsha will be teammates again? Yeah. The freaking long-haired they should get sponsored by a ponytail company if that happens.
1: Every time Justin Barsha pa- passes someone when we're watching races, my girlfriend screams at the TV because they're all like, they're all daggers. There's nothing like, <laughs> oh, he went high and I went low. It's all like, he's like stabbing it in there on the landing and she she hates him. She hates
5: him. She
0: thinks he's a bully, you know? <laughs> oh, that's funny. So does my wife. I don't know what it is. Doesn't like him? No, I, I think it's fun when people take each other out. Yeah, yeah. I think that's awesome. It, yeah, they it, don't like
4: that.
1: It's funny just when she – because I was calling him Bam Bam when we were watching, and so they were on the TV too. And she goes, why do they call him Bam Bam? And I swear to God, the second she said that, just freaking plows some dude over the tough blocks. <laughs> it might have been Freeze. I don't know. I love it.
2: And I was like, well, that's why. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's fun to watch.
2: Yeah, it is fun to watch. Dude, how about Malcolm Stewart, the first one to take out Dylan Fernandez? You said that last time. He, oh, okay. he gets uh, Captain America. Yes. Then did you see Jason Anderson murder Dylan Fernandez in the corner? <laughs> Saturday, was it? I'm pretty sure it was Saturday. Yeah. Dang, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> I jumped up and down for joy. Same, dude. I was so pumped.
0: You don't like Frenchie? No, not really. Why? I don't like his attitude. French? Yeah, he, just takes, every, he takes everyone out. So when he gets taken out, I just think it's awesome. Yeah. So he can do it back, but he can't take it.
1: Did poor Freeze get dropped again on Saturday?
0: I hope so. God,
2: I don't like that guy. I'm starting to feel bad for him. So am I. (laughs) Yeah, it's like every race, someone just (laughs) lights him up. But he's earned it, dude. He's done it to so many people. I mean, God, a whole season of getting lit up, though. He already had Weston Pike punching him in the back of the head, and that didn't slow him down from (laughs) taking people out, dude. (laughs) Nothing's going to slow him
3: down. People say when you meet him in real life, he's actually a really nice guy, but... uh... Probably. And out on the track, it's a... It's like Bam Bam, too.
1: I'm
2: sure he's pretty nice. And but a you lot can hate there. somebody on the track or when they're racing. Oh, absolutely. And they can still be a good dude. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I doubt Dylan Friend is still a good dude, though. No. I think you guys just don't like French people. I got nothing wrong with
0: Marv. Yeah, like, Marv's, Marv's cool. Actually, Marv's, like, one of the most nicest guys you'll meet. Smoke show of a wife, too. Not to mention that. You think so? <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: It might be the French accent for me. I don't like that. You don't? No, oh, mob's out there. He's jumping the park. I'm like,
2: stop it. <laughs> that was pretty good for not liking it, dude. <laughs> I feel like you practiced that.
1: Marv, do the triple. <laughs> uh, okay, plans for A M. Here's where we're at. We got everything picked out to make a water trailer. I just got to buy it and put it together. Thoughts, boys. How much it? How much we run in here, dollar wise. You you want me to tell you? Yeah. Like for why? <laughs> okay. It's Skip like, it. It's like our business. You want me to mute it? and I'll tell you. Sorry. Right, yeah. Anyway, I got it all picked out. We'll nice. we'll be under budget, and then have some left over for diesel fuel to do track work out there. Nice. That's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> Mike know about it yet? Nope. Nice. I
1: talked to Mike a little bit because um, I wanted to know his well situation. And if there's somewhere I can fill my trailer off of his well. So I can leave the trailer there and then fill it and then just run it there. But I'm trying to figure out a way to pull it around the track. Not necessarily. How on many the... gallon tank? Well, the trailer, it's a utility trailer. So the trailer can only hold 2000 pounds. So that's about 250 gallons of water. So the trailer is going to be 2,000 pounds, but I'd, I thought like maybe it's a lot for a four-wheeler, but like a little four-wheeler just to get to certain spots. Yeah. It's
2: a lot for a four-wheeler. It's really hard to find a four-wheeler. Justin, you still have old red? Yeah, we do actually. <laughs> Let's go, buddy. Let's <laughs> put them <laughs> <him> to work. <laughs> that thing's been through hell. You had that thing when we were on 80s. It's still going. I don't know how. But What's old red? Like, <clears throat> it's a
0: Honda Rancher four-wheeler, like an 87. Something like that. and it just keeps going. Yeah. I've had that since I started racing and oh man. We'd cram six or seven people on that thing and drive it around
2: at the races. Hmm. Still goes. Eight, ten, twelve people on oh, that, that was thing. A, and, yeah. the toughest four wheeler in the world. That thing was like the party four wheeler, dude. Still going.
3: <laughs> so how old was it when you started racing? Because you were, were in the racing what? gage oh wait, wait, I'm okay sorry i'm on am on AM right now bud pump the brakes bro jesus right.
1: we even, haven't e- we haven't even ate yet <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah who's got dinner yeah i'm still excited for that gage does oh, oh you okay. weren't here um does gage ever give you like dad text talk when you text him here we go <laughs> give me an example i'll give you a perfect example i texted gage yesterday i said hey is it your turn to bring dinner Okay. <laughs> nice
2: word. <laughs> yeah.
3: I read it wrong. I totally, I read it wrong. I thought I said, hey, it's your turn to bring dinner. You know, dinner. So I was like, yeah, okay.
1: Dude, every time I talk to him, I think he's fucking pissed at me. It's all like super short. I'm like, I'm like are you going to be around? Nope. Oh, okay. I'll just go fuck yeah. myself. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, <laughs>
2: screw me, I guess. But it probably took him five minutes to type that out. That's a four-letter <laughs> yeah. word, dude. That's some work. Did it four have a period? Read
3: it. Oh god,
1: <laughs> I lost my train of thought now.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, he
2: he freaking old guy. The old guy texts me, and I think you're mad at me all the time. I am pretty impressed how quick he gets back on our group chat. Like I thought that was gonna be like one to every five days. He would, <laughs> he would throw a response, and dude, you're you're on a pretty wait well, f- wait four to five business days.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of times I leave it up on my. Computer up front, and so if I hear something ding, I'll just run up there and like, oh, okay. You know, if I I generally check it in the morning, noon, and night. You know, but if I hear something happen, I'll go up there and respond to someone. Because I get a lot of people that, that's how they communicate, was messenger. Oh, yeah. You know, asking for parts or ordering stuff for... You know, asking if their stuff's in, stuff like that. See,
2: most of us just pull our phone out when that happens, read it, reply, put it back. Does it back to work?
1: Does it, I got a call to make sure he's not mad at me.
2: <laughs> I'm like, hey, can you order me Tech 10s? I
1: guess. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks. Not K. Not K. K. Yeah.
2: That one drives me nuts. You text somebody and they just hit you back with a capital K. Yeah.
4: I'm good at that.
3: Like, you, are you? I do that all the time. You mad, bro? Yeah. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> right. I remember one time Mike called me. He's like, "Dude, are we good?" I'm like, "Yeah. Well, <laughs> why wouldn't we be?" And he's like, "Well, last time we talked, like, I thought uh, you're mad." I'm like, "If I was mad at you, I would call you out immediately." same Which sh- is good.
1: Same shit. I was like trying to find places to rent to put the podcast. I'm like, "We're getting kicked out." Gauge <laughs> gauge is freaking hot. <laughs>
3: No, if I'm if I'm mad at someone, I'll I'll call him out and let him know how I'm not impressed with him at that moment. He
1: got did dirty. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so water trailer. I think it's a go. I was talking to before we started this. Um, Brandon Hatley from Schaefer's was in here, and he's gonna give us um, this stuff to put in the water to loosen up soil. So that's cool.
3: That'd be good. Yeah,
1: it'd be nice. Um. And then later this summer, we're going to kind of start on, Mike wants to do a super cross section in that field he's got over there. So if we can get a dozer out there, we're going to start cutting that in. Dang, that's going to
2: be a task, getting a dozer up there. You're almost going to have to drive that dozer up that road. Your buddy Luke got a dozer?
5: Well, I'm actually working (laughs) on a different sponsor right now. Actually, Luke's helping me with that sponsor. So we might have something. Look at you go. We might have something.
1: Yep. So if we can get a dozer up there, we're going to start cutting in Supercross.
3: We're going to. How do, tight a course is it going to be?
1: There's actually quite a bit of room. Huge. It'd be bigger than an indoor. It's yeah, huge for
0: sure. It's
1: Justin, huge. you're going to have to come help
0: me.
3: Oh, we we've talked
0: to Mike about it. My dad went out, rode with me last summer. A little bit came out and watched, and we talked to Mike about it too. There's a lot of room out there. It'd be cool to get it kind of like an in,
1: like one of your guys' tracks. Mm-hmm. So everyone's not so cold when we get into indoor season. There's like kind of a right. track that so it's pretty close to yours, so everyone's kind of
0: used to everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, we we even told told Mike too. Like we'd, we'd come out and help too. We've got our Bobcat and stuff. We'd come out and help, and we've we've told him that. So if you guys need any help, heck yeah! Damn, it's recorded. Like, you guys yeah. all heard it. <laughs> I heard it.
1: Grables are building us a track. We're
0: all about it. <laughs> yeah, we, we like doing it. It's it's kind of fun.
2: It is. It's cool to give back, isn't it? Like it is. Now that we're older or whatever and we're in, in that position or whatever, like I, I enjoy doing all the stuff that we do moto-wise. So like I love it. It's so much fun.
4: Yeah.
0: No, like My dad, he's been around long enough, and I've racked out enough jumps in case enough jumps. He knows what to build now. Yeah. I don't really have to tell him anymore. He just <laughs> he Eyeballs he, it. Yeah, he, he can see that. Okay, this isn't safe. He's getting pretty good at it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I just think it'd be cool that way. We're kind of a little ahead of when indoors show up. Yeah, If you get a couple people, you get a dozer and a couple guys out there building that track, it'll go pretty quick. Uh, the water trailer too, you know. You building yeah. the track with water, it helps a lot.
5: That, that's like just one. for now. The water trailer. We're probably going to do something more
2: industrial. I
4: yeah,
1: I, we're gonna. I think we're gonna have to keep it anyway though, because that track's so long. So like, if you want to water the back, you're gonna have to have the trailer. Like if you're doing the whole track, there's some sections where we're gonna have to have a trailer, right? Or 600 feet of hose.
5: We have big plans, I guess. Huge plans. Yeah, baby steps.
1: Yeah. We need to get some water on that thing for now.
3: Because that it's too bad there wasn't a little more parking out there somewhere where we could and actually hold the race. We're probably gonna
5: cut some more stuff in. Like, okay. um, I don't know if you noticed. Like, right before you know where the starting gates at right now. Yep. So right before you get to that, there's uh he has like a little pathway to go towards the double double from right there. Mm-hmm. There's that whole field right there, and. Maybe we can do an over-under type of thing there just for vehicles is my thought to get like in the flat spot of that double-double section. Oh, yeah. So maybe do something like that, or there's a lot more parking up on that field where they where he has like I think trailers or something like that. Yep. Yeah.
3: Over there. Because it'd be cool to be able to actually host a race out there through SDMA or something. Yeah, yeah
1: wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. You could do something like that.
3: Enough people that right out there, they'd be all super comfortable with the
1: track. Right. That's the whole point of the indoor track we want to put out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then I think people would race indoor. More people would race indoors then because they're kind of already used to it, you and know.
3: Timing's better. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's a huge difference between Supercross and outdoors.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Huge difference. Uh, Gage, you ready for a tech tip? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Here we go, boys. Cages Tech Tip. All right, so we're going to go through some suspension stuff today. A lot of guys don't do fork seals until they're leaking or don't do any maintenance to the fork seals or change oil or anything. So, you know, according to the book, it should be 20 hours. You should change out your fork fluid and rear shock. But most people ride the rear shock until it's gone. I mean, so most people for, you know, once a year, if you'd have that brought in and change the the rear shock fluid out and uh, fork fluid, I'd say probably a little more often than that, you know, if you did it a couple times a year, depending on how much you ride and what you're doing. Um, And what you're doing... Your fork fluid, you should definitely do your headset bearings. Anytime you do anything with the rear shock, definitely clean out all your bearings. Um, put new grease in there. I don't know. <laughs> it's not going as good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Put
1: grease in where? Okay. So, like, what do I need to do to my, like, my linkage and shit? Do I need to clean it? Do I need to pull the pins out and lube it?
3: Most of the time, if you just pull the, um, man, drawing blanks here. If you if pull the sleeve out, you could go in there and pack it. Whenever you pack the suspension bearings, you would definitely want to use like a Molly paste. Um, headset bearings you can always do with any kind of wheel bearing grease, that works really well for those. But on the suspension, a Molly paste works best, it doesn't wash out near as fast. Um, if you ever pull apart and there's any rust or any kind of contaminants in there, you want to clean it out. If er, you take it apart and everything looks good, you can just repack it and go to town.
1: So like I don't have to ever take my rear end apart. My linkage. I have to do that.
3: No linkage. And the swing arm, you definitely want to do that at least once a year.
1: Okay.
3: And if you pull it apart and there's any rust or any contaminants in there, then you want to wash it out. But if, You pull apart and it looks good. You can just re-grease it and go.
1: So you're telling me I should have changed my rear shock oil already?
3: Probably. You know, and it depends on how many hours you got on the bike, obviously. But when you're getting above that 30, 40-hour mark, (laughs) crap. (laughs) Um, If you want it to feel as good as it did from the factory, you want to be able to pull apart. Because it's way easier on all the, you know, the piston band, all your... uh, Shim stack, it it helps save all that because it gets all those contaminants in there and that wears all that stuff. So,
2: basically, the way to think about suspension, <clears throat> I just heard this the other day and it's I, I like it. Suspension is nothing but a motor that doesn't have spark because there's oil, there's moving parts, like everything that a motor has except for there's no spark. Yeah. So think about how often you change your motor oil. Uh oh. Versus <laughs> your shock and fork fluid. Uh oh.
3: And. <clears throat> It's, it's something that's real easy to overlook, and most people on the, the forks, they, they won't change oil until they're leaking the fork seals, but on the rear shock, those go even longer because they're pressurized with 150 pounds of nitrogen, so it really helps hold that seal, um, but that f- fluid still gets really, really bad in there, so if you want it to feel good and repetitive, um, you definitely want to get in there and change that stuff.
1: Does how much I seat bounce have a factor in it? Because <laughs> I would say 99% of the time I'm seat bouncing.
3: Well, and it's really, a lot of it's over the chop, you know, because that piston moves in that one spot a lot. So you'll get a lot of excess wear inside your forks and inside that housing in your, your rear shock to where if you don't want to get where it's getting wore out, um, new fluid will really help the lubricity against the, the housing of the rear shock and then inside <sighs> the forks. i have to make an appointment. <laughs> and, and it, th- this is a good time of year to do that stuff you know I mean because it's before the season so you can get that freshened up and you know you're good for you know most of the outdoor season you know, like when I was riding and racing a lot I'd do my rear shock you know once or twice I guess about once a year the rear shock forks I'd do probably two or three times a year Um, generally once a year I'd, well sometimes twice a year I'd have to do fork seals but um <coughs> A lot of times, even in, if we have a break, because a lot of times midsummer we got a break where you got a couple of weeks off, pull the forks off and change fluid in them. Just so that way they felt a lot more consistent.
1: Can you do mine tonight? I got to go to Gillette tomorrow.
2: You got to <laughs> go tomorrow? Huh? You I haven't go? been talked into it yet, so I don't know. Oh, oh he's going. Go. Oh, okay, well, I don't have to talk yeah. you into it then.
3: But especially that lower bearing for the rear shock, that one gets beat up a lot. Um, that's the one that we see fail the most. Um, so on the rear shock, that lower bearing, it gets really through a lot of gunk. Um, so you definitely want to pull that one apart. And if that one's bad, then you definitely want to go through rest. So might Dang.
2: as well. You're already that far into it. Yeah. That was Gages tech tips.
3: <laughs> kind
2: of stumbled <laughs> through that one, but it happens. Right. It's all good.
5: I do have to say the last one actually fixed my fork issue.
3: Good. Yeah. The was, parallel. I didn't
5: do it right. Yeah. Because yeah. it was leaking a little bit, and I felt the difference after I put it back on. And it was leaking, and uh, I did your thing. Your, like, spin it, lock it up, get it off, kind of pounce on it, I guess. Yeah, well, get those worked. forks lined up parallel. Yeah, it worked.
2: Gage is the one that taught me 100% of my bike maintenance.
5: Do you even <laughs> do the maintenance, or... Is- does he do it? No, I do a lot.
2: You don't have to do maintenance if you don't ride, bro. That's true too. <laughs> That's true. Back when I was racing a lot, I did all my own maintenance for the, unless I was here for some reason. I but, did see you do a
5: air filter once at Mike's.
2: Yeah, I got air filters down, boys. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> likes you ride an RM252 stroke and you're good at air filters. Justin, was yours an air sucking crazy machine?
0: Yeah, remember like Hermosa. Yeah, or Belfushi was so dusty, you'd ride for half the day and have to change it.
2: Half the day Fuck off i get a moto I'd get a moto My bike would be shutting off Well during race day Yeah we'd change them Every single moto Yeah Mike had like I don't know Filter were called, skins, He bro. had like tear offs For his filter I did Mid moto I'd reach back on my Rear number plate And I'd rip off The filter skin Because it was tied To a string It was like a whole nother bike dude Just a brand a new Motorcycle for it.
4: I never was that diehard, Dude mine Mine sucked <laughs> <sighs>
1: Gage, what time is food coming so I know where to stop?
3: Um, it should be about any time. What time is it now?
1: 7 33 p.m.
3: I told you between, yeah, 7 and 8 Mountain 8th, so, time. Yeah, it'd be should we take a time. break? Yeah, we'll take a little break.
1: Okay,
4: bye. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me you're going to go race
1: Troy Berry? Yeah. Boom. You mentioned him. <laughs> Oh, is it recording? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Troy. <laughs> yeah.
2: I would like to thank Troy for being our mascot, by the way. Yeah. I Oh yeah. He didn't we didn't
1: ask him and he really didn't volunteer. I think I just told him that he was. Yeah. Yeah. He came up to me, he's like, You guys are gonna like have to start making fun of me or something, make a joke about me. I'm like Can't. Like what, Troy? He's like, I don't know, come up with it. I'm like just kind of stared at him I'm like,
2: No. Your you're South Dakota's version of Chuck Norris. Yeah.
4: We can't make fun <laughs> of you.
3: Well, he's such a super solid dude. He's so humble. It's really cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was picking out an intro song. You want me to pick one out? I don't know. I didn't
2: even know we were recording
1: until. I hit record way before you guys even know. Because that's when most of the funny stuff happens. Can't trust As soon anyone. as I get into it, all you guys are like,
4: Yeah, you're super cool. Yeah. Oh, shut up. <laughs> okay, great.
1: And I'm over here trying to roast
3: dudes. (laughs) What are we doing, Chris? What do we got? Well, before we get started, thank you to Sarah for the amazing food. It was really good. Shout out for that
2: lasagna. Good stuff. I loved it. Thanks, Gage. Now
3: Kelsey's
1: going to be mad at me because I forgot to shout out about the enchiladas last time. (laughs) So now I'm in trouble. No, those enchiladas are awesome. I'm fucking good. I'll just get home and deal with it. She (laughs) has
2: battle wounds from that, too. I don't think Sarah dropped anything, though, did she? No, No. she didn't drop
3: a thing. (laughs) So you guys listening. You guys, fuck you guys. You're going to get me in trouble.
1: Last podcast, um, Kelsey brought us enchiladas and fell down the freaking stairs trying to deliver them. Had a bruise, I swear to God, like if you stuck two softballs on top of each other, just <laughs> black on her leg. War. Bump wounds. on her head, dude. Had whiplash. Only lost two out of twenty enchiladas. It's a pretty good average. Pretty so. talented. Yeah, that's good work. There you go, Kelsey.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it usually takes about a week to listen anyway, so maybe she'll maybe I'll be out of it by then. There you go. <laughs> Justin Grable. Where
0: are you from? I'm from Rapid. I grew up here.
1: You did? Yep. Never left. Mic button? Yeah. What's this uh, one?
2: Green one?
0: Damn! Okay, cool. I mean, I guess if you <clears throat> get down to it, I was actually... Is this another uh, James thing? No. I'm this, from <laughs> Rapid, but... No, this is not a James thing. California. I was, so, it, I, technically, I was born in Palm Springs, California. <laughs> Jesus Christ, here we go. Nope, nope, God, no, 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 no. <laughs> too, too friggin' late. Te- technically... I was in California for, I think, like two days, and they flew me here. So oh, I've been here ever since. That's just so what happened to ha- when yeah, you came out? Yeah, my parents went on a cruise, and I was born like two months earlier. I had enough of it, I guess. So I came I came pretty early.
2: You're two months early, huh? Yeah. Dang. Is that why you're so short? That's why I didn't grow very very much. I was wondering. Yeah, I'm wondering. I was going to say something, but I, I didn't want to. He wanna. will thump you? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about this tomorrow, Mike. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Justin and I go way back. It's fine.
1: <laughs> Well, cool. Thanks for coming on. I'll
0: catch you guys in. No, <laughs> see you later. Um, how'd you get into writing, Justin? Um, so one of my dad's friends had a Suzuki 50, like the old metal gas tanks.
4: <laughs> Everyone here got started on
3: Suzuki's. He's up on, on RM
2: Army, all right. Yeah, I, I grew Mike up never racing. Never left. I <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I rode that for a while. We lived over by the hospital and just it up and down the street. But I was so young, I couldn't start it. So I kind of got into it then and then stopped doing that. And then I just started racing snowmobiles for a little while. And then that got too expensive. I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> so then, actually, Ben Holmberg, you know, he raced for a long time when we grew up. Mike knows him. Gage knows him pretty well. Yes. Yeah, he, he was number 14, and he raced 85s. So I was I think I was thirteen. I kind of learn how to ride a dirt bike at 13. Um, and I raced Ben's dirt bike one a couple times, but there was two number 14, so I just had to put 14X. So I would try to race that. Um, that's how I got the number 141, actually. Instead of putting an X after all his numbers,
2: you just kept putting one. one?
0: Just put a one after it. It's just a lot easier. So, um, well, that's how I got into it. Ben Homer actually kind of got me into it.
2: So that CR85 that you used to race in the indoors, was that Ben's or is yeah. that yours? Yeah, that one was Ben's. Oh, dang. that's that's when i remember you i was like we're 85 b riders i'm pretty sure is what yeah we had to have been because the first the first race i ever remember you like i'd never seen somebody wear glasses and ride dirt bikes at the same time and so you put your glasses on and then you put your goggles over it i think is what you used to do super
0: uncomfortable yeah i did yeah
2: and so i remember like watching you do that like when we were staging or whatever and then we were in the race and you and i were first and second and then you went and hooked the finish line I was like, that Harry Potter-looking motherfucker
4: just did the finish line, dude. <laughs> I did, I had, I
2: <laughs> no offense, but, like, I really thought that I was so mad because you did it, and I couldn't. No, I had, like, a long bowl-cut
0: haircut, <laughs> glasses, braces, like the biggest nerd. I I was full-on nerd. But you were still fast. It took me a little while to catch on. Once I got onto it, I don't know if I was fast. I was more just gave it gas and hope I didn't crash. <laughs> It's kind of all over, but...
3: Well, you you were the one of the first ones to go to the CRF 150.
0: Yeah, actually, Mike, Neil, and I, we had, like, the first ones around here.
3: Yeah,
2: because yeah. Robert traveled to go buy them for us.
0: Yeah, we went and bought two of them. My dad did. Well, one for you and
2: then one for me.
0: That was the, Yeah, that was the very first year of them. They were not very good
2: then. But they we, we right. thought they were cool because they sounded like a 250F. Yeah. And so you thought you were just a big badass because you had a four-stroke <laughs> motor with a rev limiter, and nobody else had one.
0: Yeah, they never really ran well. They'd spit and sputter, had to rebuild it, tear it apart all the time.
2: Dude, and if you ever crashed mid-moto, good yeah. luck starting that thing because you're it. not going to.
0: Nope. You guys, like, went to school together then? Is that how you know each other or from racing? From racing dirt bikes. Yeah. yeah, I didn't start racing until I was 13. So I started when I was 13, raced a C-class for a little while. And then that was when SDMA had, like, that markup system. So if you won so many races, they'd move you up. Oh, yeah. Like, you didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. So, I'd race. I raced C for a little while, and then I raced one season in B for a while. Then I moved up to big bikes.
2: I finally grew a little bit then. Not <laughs> when much, you guys. Yeah, like, I was going to say. <laughs> well, we we rode the hell out of them. Because uh, we both went to the ADA class on two strokes. And then we had a whole year on those 150s. So, we raced, yep. we raced those for quite a while. Well, we were racing 250F and uh, little bikes, too, I guess.
4: Yeah.
3: When you guys grew up in the whole era of Ty Van Horn... And you still had Greg Hermanson around. Donovan. Donovan.
2: Great. or Yeah, Donovan, Greg. We were just talking about this. Matt Drake, he was super fast, too.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Bunch of those guys. Man, it was insane. That, like, the eighty-eight class back then was full gate. Like, you had to qualify to get in. Yeah.
3: Brandon Woodhead was just behind you guys or just right there? Just behind us. Yeah, he was me. younger than. I don't
2: think I ever raced Brandon on an 85. Oh, I we did not race I, until big bikes. Yeah. But we right remember Ryan Dittis? Mm-hmm. Ryan Dittis was racing with us back then. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a ton of dudes. It was a good time. I wish I, I wish so wish I could go back to those times.
0: Yeah, me too. I never got hurt then. I know. <laughs> I could crash my brains out. I'd get up and walk away.
3: So, how many Suzuki's did you own?
0: So I never had any Suzuki eighties. I had, I think, two or three Suzuki two fifties. Yeah, two fifty two stroke. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I had that Ricky Carmichael edition two yep. stroke.
3: And you had a couple of the. 250s. I had
0: one one four fifty, and I think one or two two fifties. I never, as much as Chris dogs and I never had any problems with Suzuki's so. though. They're just bulletproof. They never. Oh my god! It. Says the guy who had tear offs for his air filter.
2: So <laughs> <laughs> worked.
0: Those always ran really good. And then I got the. I went to Hondas, and the Hondas always had valve problems. Yep. Oh, yeah, they never start. So I had Hondas for a little while, and then went to Yamaha, and then now I'm on a So did Roberto ride at all? No. So I hope I hope he actually listens to this because. Ty Van Horn had a track in Wyoming, and I, had a, I was on my Suzuki 450, and we built this super long section of whoops. And I thought I was going fast faster, and my dad kept saying, yeah, you can go a little faster through them. And I was like, well, don't you do it. And he put his helmet on, no gloves, no boots, just pants. And these were deep whoops. They were made with a, a blade. Mm. So they were straight up and down. You couldn't roll through them. You had to go through them, like, fast. Well, he made it to, I think, like, the third to last one. And his front end dropped, and he front flipped. Oh. And he broke his sternum.
4: <laughs> Was he blitzing
0: him though? Oh, yeah. Was he going pretty fast? Real fast. Faster Jeez. than that, but doesn't count. He didn't make it all. The <laughs> it <laughs> it <doesn't> count. Count. <laughs> but. And yeah, he front flipped really hard, broke his sternum. I think that's the last time I ever watched my dad ride my dirt bike. He never, <laughs> never gave me crap after that. Never said you should go faster through him. Is this why he loves whoops? No, his whoops are a lot different now. Those whoops were awful like they were made with a blade so if you can imagine they're just getting scraped through um straight up and down
2: you couldn't roll through them mm. like they're bad all robert committed no problem yep <laughs> not my kind of that's too. when he when he builds them he's
0: like i don't care where really, i'm not racing
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. just on board though yeah yeah in the beginning that's pretty cool
0: oh yeah my dad i think my dad loved racing almost more than i did for a while mm. he just loved it it was so much fun
3: well, and props to your sister, because I remember she went to about every single race. I, mean, I I remember seeing you guys in the pits and thinking, she's got to be hating life sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, there was sometimes
0: it was, like, knocked out and drag outs. Poor we Jordan. We'd go into a race, and Jordan's like, I'm not going. Right. She's, like, 14, so, yeah, she was going. <laughs> and she'd just she'd pout. And, but she she was always a good sport. She'd stand at the gate with me hold my, like, an umbrella. She'd bring me water. Um, Once I started getting better at it, and I... We moved up to the pro class and we started racing a lot more. It was it was more fun. Like yeah. She was, she had fun. She she'd ride on my pit board. I'd come around and I remember a few times she'd ride on there like, "You're going slow or <laughs> quit quit sucking or something <laughs> funny." They just make me laugh. She's always she's a good sport. So I'm sure she'll listen to this too. But yeah, I give a lot of credit to her.
3: Well, your mom's been very supportive too throughout the years.
0: Oh yeah, even after eight bone surgeries, I almost she just never told me no. Yeah. Oh, I mean, she would try for a little while.
3: And they are very involved. I mean, they were, he was the president of the SDMA, your dad, and then your mom was very involved with, well, even still is with the scorekeeping and helping out with uh, getting people paid and getting people in and out.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's, we can talk about that later, too, but, like, at the race, there's so much that people don't see.
2: It's a family effort, for sure.
0: Oh, if Like, if if we took my mom out of the equation, we'd be struggling. Take my sister out, we'd be struggling. Like, every one of us have a certain job we do that no one sees.
3: When you guys been in it long enough now where you guys all kind of know what you need to do, to get the job done.
0: Right. Yeah. I think like when we took over SDMA, we ran that for a couple of years. That taught us a lot. Um, and then after we got into four GMX, that was a learning curve too. It took a long time, but it's a huge family <coughs> event. And
3: yeah, cause Ladner had it, had it and then Burdick got it. And then you guys got it after Burdick.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. We took it over. we, Bought all Burdick stuff and just took it over. We kind of started it
2: from, I wouldn't say scratch, but. Dude, do you remember those Ladner tracks? Like, people bitch about the tracks now. Mm-hmm. Shit, you guys have no idea.
5: I have not heard one bad thing about these tracks, other than my whoops, but that is it. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm talking there's, about. It's there's like, nothing that I've heard that's been bad. I think they've been fucking awesome. Well, thank you. Dusty,
1: did you see people will tag me in the the videos that they put out of track preview and be like, hey, look, no whoops. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> I haven't seen this. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, there's been a couple. They're like, there's no whoops. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> Strong day for the flat tire guys. Yep. I was going to introduce you different based on one of my rants from the last ones. I was going to be like, Justin Grable, who builds tracks to get kids hurt so they never come back and never race again and never give them any more money.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it's my fault. Yeah, right. Yep. Right. Yeah, like I like the one thing you said in your last podcast too was you know like we build the tracks and by we like a huge shout out to lee Lindsley so Don linsley's dad he comes in and helps my dad um at night my dad runs the loader piles the dirt and then lee shapes all the faces and makes all the jumps and then i come in and i test ride it people most time don't get to watch me test ride that but there's a lot of times like these triples that we build i'll come up i'll come up short i'll case them i will not on purpose but we'll adjust the track. There's never been a track where they build it and I ride it and we leave it the same. Right. So I test it. We make adjustments. I test it, make adjustments. And that's a few hours long. So, you know, if my dad wanted to build something crazy, obviously I'm probably not going to be the one that test rides it.
3: Yeah. Didn't Um, you, weren't you going to volunteer to be a test rider? Chris, um,
0: yeah, the goon test rider <laughs> for the lower. Like, I,
1: I could proof it for, like, 50s. Like, yeah, this is good for 50s,
0: maybe 65s. Well, maybe we'll get you in on one of these, like, like the next year when we start building these bigger whoops. Yeah, hell yeah. And then we can see if, if you can roll through them like the 50s do. Yeah, you need to know if 50s can <laughs> get through yeah, the whoops. Is that? Yeah. Or if we, yeah. yeah, huh, huh, we got to cut in a bypass. I don't want to bring up a sore <laughs> subject or anything, but. Last time you asked us to build a, like a. <laughs> you didn't even hit it. <laughs> yeah, like there was one finish line that was just too steep for you, and you complained about it. And then the next race, I was like, "All right, Chris, this finish line's for you. It's super easy." And I don't know if you already explained it, but you could probably explain what, what happened.
1: Okay, it's not like I bitched about it. Like this finish line's junk. <laughs> I hate you. I'll never race again. I just was sketched out and was like, "I'm not hitting it. It's too big, too gnarly. I don't like it." I didn't like the face more than anything. Was really steep? Yeah, and the before it was, it looked like you had to do it right, and I don't trust myself doing anything right. So, anyway, I didn't hit it. Well, the next race, um, we were the, me and Dusty, Dusty and I were the, Dusty and I were there the night before. I was waiting, looking at it, and Justin comes around at me the next morning when we're track walking. He's like, "I built this jump." We were thinking about you the whole time. It's the perfect finish line for you. I'm like, fucking thanks, bro. That's
0: awesome. That's the one I wrecked on. Yep. <laughs> Completely came up, not even, not even close. Nope. Yep. There goes your wrist and your collarbone. Yep. Yep. So, didn't make it. Yeah. I mean, thanks for doing that.
2: Yeah, we tried. Can't make everyone do. happy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah,
1: You tried the one out of the 440 you tried to make capping <laughs> and it didn't work out.
0: Yep. And at least you didn't blame it on me. So that was pretty cool. I
1: wrote a very angry letter telling you how angry I was. But it. You must just have got wrecked. lost in the mail.
0: Yeah, must never got it.
1: <laughs> Bummer. Yeah, isn't that weird? I didn't come over and yell at you about your jump after I wrecked on it. Yeah,
0: or send me a nasty, like, Instagram or Facebook message. And I, I bet you get super me. sick of that shit. I just delete them anymore. Yeah. I hope everyone that says that to me hears that. I mean, I don't, I don't mind constructive criticism. Yeah. But I, we need that. Like, if something's not safe, I want you to tell me. Well, we will fix it. But if you just tell me that, hey, all these people broke their bones because your track sucked and it's too dangerous... I, I will delete your message. I'm not going to respond to you. Um, like come tell me at the race or don't sign up. Don't race. Yeah. I didn't make you race. I didn't. I broke a lot of bones. You broke a lot of bones, Mike. For sure. I've never blamed on anyone else. Nope.
5: Like it's.
2: It was never the track's fault. No. Because like what Gage says, I'm the one that pulled the trigger. I'm yeah. the one that decided, yep, I'm going to go for this. And if it doesn't work, you didn't. You didn't twist my arm. You didn't oh. twist my throttle. Yep. Can't blame anybody but yourself. It's motocross. Slight
3: it's light miscalculation.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is a sport. It's like bull riding. It's not if you get hurt. It's when.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, Gage didn't come yelling and screaming at you when Ezra broke his wrist or his arm.
0: Well, not yet. He hasn't. No, so. no. Well, well, we're gonna wait till this podcast. Is <laughs> <the way>. Yeah. <laughs> That's an after dark segment. Yeah. Yeah. That, that track was was intense. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was I, the best track ever. But
5: you kind of gotta like ride, um, not cautious, just
0: yeah. Not slow, over your head.
5: Yeah, alert. Put put yourself out of the chaotic situation. Yeah, like when I was test riding that track, I,
0: there were so many different lines. I never even came close to crashing. Like I thought that was gonna be like one of the most safe tracks,
2: and <clears throat> and a lot of it, if people would just take a breath, mm-hmm. calm down. Yeah, slow it down. Not, it's down not pure chaos. Just just let yourself take a breath and like realize where you're at, what you're doing, and then ride then your proceed. race. Yeah, then proceed. And it didn't help that it was negative thirty out. Yeah. I think it I was, do think that had something to do with it. It was just a weird day. I mean it was. Even Supercross that day had a ton of crashes and injuries.
0: You know, that's yep. it's just one of those days. Well, even that next day, that Sunday, um, same track, we didn't touch it. We just watered it and dissed it and did our track work stuff and we only had one injury that next day. Yeah. You know, and that was a fluke deal. Um no one else got hurt. Hardly anyone crashed, so I don't
2: There was no injuries this last month, was there? No.
0: Um that girl that cased that jump that you got into it with a parent about. She <laughs> actually she messaged us and she did crack something in her back. Oh, that sucks. She
2: did. So good for her. Um, but other than that, I mean, it was a seamless weekend. Like, man, things oh. just seemed to flow really well. Like we, I, we had a break which we hadn't had in three months, so that was kind of nice. Well, yeah, you guys did. <laughs> yeah, you <didn't, laughs> but I
0: did. <laughs> no, that was good. We got done fast. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you flew through it. Yeah, it's not like there was any less people. Yeah, I think. People that are racing are doing a good job, too. They're getting the, the line on time. We're not having to yell at people to get to the you know, their gate. If you're not there, we're just going to keep going. Um, the racer has been the same for years. We're not, we haven't changed it. Everyone knows. Who, you do a good job, Mike, of announcing it. Thanks, man. So, I mean, if, if you're not there, we'll give you a little bit of time. We're trying to be lenient. It's an expensive sport. People travel a long ways. They don't want you to miss your moto. But
2: but at the same day, we have 419 people to get through this gate. So, yep. let's go.
0: Yep. That's it's true.
5: I look at that. I look at all the behind the scenes stuff. I'm impressed actually. Though well, there's there's so much behind the it scenes. It meshes all together and oh. it works so good. You guys get through it pretty quick for how it is. No,
2: we appreciate that. We we try. It's like a massive series of gears yeah. just flowing all the time.
0: Oh it is, and you take one one of those gears out of there and it's gonna it slows
2: down or it stops. Yeah, I was talking to Jace Winsel <clears throat> earlier this week and uh it was during that two fifty main where things were just purely chaotic. The two fifty B main. Yeah. It was a mess. There was just shit going on everywhere. Yeah. And it was funny because I Jace was talking at me. Or Jace was looking at Scotty and I was looking at Scotty because we're all three of us were trying to figure out who was in the lead. Because there was just so many things that had happened in two mm-hmm. laps that we didn't know who the hell was in the lead. But I was looking at the scorekeepers and I would see that they were looking at Scotty. Scotty was looking at me. I was looking at Scotty like We're all trying to figure out the same thing, and we're just like all silently communicating with each other, just looking at each other. Yep. And we figured it out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that was like I knew who got top four, and then I I went to the score ladies, and they were like, "We quit scoring it." (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at some point, at some point, you have to. I mean, oh man, it was insane. I know, I know, it gets frustrating, and your kid or you think you got whatever place you got, and we don't have you in that right spot, but. Sometimes I just want to tell people to go, go up there and sit and watch. Just one and race. I, I was going to
1: say, have you ever been in there when they're scoring a race? It's, it's intense. Like, it's intimidating
0: in Something there. Dude. It is. Up there, huh? You have, so Jace, she actually like stands on her seat, and she leans over the table so she can see the numbers when they go by the finish line. But you take, you know, 16 riders, and they're crammed up. She's yelling all their numbers as they go by, and then there's three other ladies in there writing numbers down. And then somebody goes down. Then you start laughing people. Like, I it, can't
2: do it. And it's loud. Like, the dirt bikes yeah. are loud in that building. It's insanely loud. I'm yelling about shit consistently. Oh. So, like, those ladies, man, it, it's just intense. Like, when you walk up there after, like, a, you know, whatever, after the heat races or whatever, like, you walk up there and open the door, it's like hot and you can feel the tension. You're it like, is. all right, I don't need to be in here very long. I just need my paperwork and I'm out. So, <laughs> like, just you just, yeah, you just feel bad for them. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: It's. It's, it's intense. Like, I've tried to score and try to... Like, I understand what they do, but I've tried
2: to do it, and I, I can't do it. That's tough. Like, it's I, a tough job. And it's a thankless job, too. Yep. So nobody ever goes up there and says, thank you. The only time anybody ever goes up there is to bitch. Correct. And it's just like, man, that's That's why sucks.
0: I, I tell everyone, come find me. Don't go to the score, ladies, please. Yeah. You'll get your head ripped off. Dude, it's
1: scary in there. When they're scoring, <laughs> they're just yelling numbers.
0: There's an up and down thing, too. Is that lapped? Yep. So, like, on the first lap, say say like Dalton's winning or something like that and he's winning and he starts lapping people. They'll say leader up, they'll give out his number and then down down is on the last lap. So it's they'll just write it down. So if you're down, you go on the same lap and then the next the Quivers winning will be on the second like column for the next lap. So it's really really confusing. Yeah. It even confused I me. I'm sure I'm just confused every saying <laughs> that Yeah. Because
2: I'm even confusing myself. Well, like but even like the score sheets, it's nothing but columns. It's all columns, there's no numbers or names or anything like you're just writing numbers and columns, that's all you're doing. <clears throat> so, it that is. alone gets confusing. Yeah, Yo, it's crazy. It's yeah, it's it's a task, that's for sure. Yeah, I they, think,
1: they need a lot more. Credit. I think that one day I went in there, I just turned, I don't even remember what I went in there for. I just turned around and walked back out. I'm <laughs> so like, this like, is not my I'm scene. Like,
0: nope, <laughs> bunch of gibberish, too. It's it's crazy. And that's another thing, too. Like, people don't have numbers that are visible. Yeah, you you, you you can't score it, you know. It's, you don't have a number on the side of your bike. You can't score it.
5: But I, I, <laughs> well, I was new to the whole thing. I changed it. Yeah, I changed. It. Yeah, he,
3: he did change it. Let's see. He, you were guilty of that for a little. Oh long. yeah, for sure. There's a lot of kids that have been. But
5: right? I didn't understand how what they went through up there. I'm like, I've never even. Uh, who was it? I think it was Robert. Came up to me and said, "I got to change." I'm like, All right, I understand.
0: Yep, and just so we can see it. I mean, totally understand that. Even if you just want to take like a white marker of some sort and just outline your numbers. Yeah. You don't change your whole graphics. Just give us something we can see. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's that's, what I tell kids all the time. Like if you're going to have similar colors, you got to do a white outline or a black outline, something to make it stand out so that it's very visible. And it's, you know, the black on black looks really good or, you know, black on gray or whatever. But when you can't see those numbers visibly, it's, it's really tough.
1: You know what I should do for one of the races? I should go up there and film yeah inside there and i'll leave the sound on and then you can kind of get an idea of what's happening up there and then, then it's that all day long yep. yeah all day heat races
5: 50 classes through. that'll put it in perspective oh, for everybody yeah. I mean, like okay because it, it, it is wild
2: the is. the 50 classes are insane because like i can barely read the numbers and i can go wherever i want mm-hmm. those ladies are stuck in the crow's nest and it I know it's hard to read those numbers because I struggle with it too, and I have great vision. You know, like no. mm-hmm. it's just, it's a task, dude. It's a large, thankless job. So
0: yeah, they they need a lot of credit. They they score ladies. They kick ass up there for sure. Hey, we
5: appreciate you. We'll give them one. Rogers! Rogers! <laughs> there you go. Yeah!
0: That's earned
1: score, ladies. Good for you. Um, back to you, Justin. Um, so like, when did you quit racing? What kind of ended it?
0: Um. I don't know, I think I probably, I don't even remember when my last year was. I just kind of slowly, gradually got out of it. I broke my my arm, I think that was 2015, 2014. I broke my arm really bad, I was riding in Crawford, Nebraska. And I made it like half a lap, I was war- warming my bike up. And there was like a cinder block in the sand. I don't know if you've ever ridden Crawford, but it's a very sandy track. And they brought a bunch of sand in, and there was a cinder block in one of the corners, I just didn't see it, and I wasn't even going fast. I hit that cinder block and kind of just kicked me off my bike. I stuck my hand out and it went into a hole, and I just shattered my arm. Like the yeah. bones, bones came out of the skin. Um, it was it was an ugly, ugly break. So then, I had had surgery on that, and a couple months later, it got infected really bad. So I had to go back in and have like a, immediate surgery to get the plates back out again. Um, and then after that, I could just never, never really felt right. Right. I, I get, I get, I've always had arm pump. I've always struggled with arm pump, but then after breaking my arm, it was just, I got to the point I just couldn't even hold on. So that's why I test ride the tracks. So I can do two or three laps and then I'm just tired. My arms cramp up and,
2: but that wasn't your first injury. Oh no, no.
0: No. Do you want to get into that or we don't have, all, we don't have all night. <laughs> well,
4: I was going to
3: say, you, you had a problem with the screws backing out of your bones. I mean, it happened with your leg, it happened with your collarbone. I remember that one time you showed me your collarbone and it looked like you could see the actual imprint of the screw where if Good. you took your fingernail, it seemed like you could slice the skin open and it's like right there. You could just like screw it out with your hand. It was sticking out so far. Yeah,
1: That was in your leg? That no, was in that your leg? Or his collarbone? That was the, my collarbone. The, the
3: collarbone, but his screws backed out on his legs too where he had to get the plates out. They were planning on leaving them in, but he had to get it.
0: Yeah. So I had my collarbone. I broke that three times in one year. Same yeah, place. God. I just never let it heal really. And then the, finally the third time I broke it was in pier. I think pretty close the same time that Mikey broke his back. Same time I broke my femur. Same time. It was all in the same time. <laughs> and I I broke that collarbone again. And it came out of the skin. Oh, God. And then I, I remember standing up. I'm like, oh, it's broken. <laughs> I, went to, I went to turn my head to, to the left to, like, look at someone. And I hit the bone of my helmet. Oh, my God. It was like ding, ding. <sighs> so that made me sick. And then I had surgery on it. And after I had surgery... I started racing again two weeks later, and then the bone, like the screws, just never healed into the bone.
1: You
5: hear that, Chris? Two weeks later. Yeah. Two weeks. This
0: is the dude that talked
1: to me that like, <laughs> you need to get it plated. You have to get it plated. Two weeks later, you'll be riding. You said that to me. Well, yeah, you you're I guess. Huh?
5: You could be riding. Yeah. They
1: no, I got dicked down. <laughs> <laughs> they put a plate with like a freaking Z a spoon Z-, Z bar on it.
3: You gotta yeah. remember, this is in the era where I remember Ty Van Horn shoving his broken foot into oversized boots so he could ride. Mm-hmm. People are riding broken, broken bones all the time. Seems seemed like. Yeah. There's no big deal. So yeah. I, other kids see that and you're like, well, he can do it. I can do it. Not that it's right. You know, talking with a kid that has a broken arm right now. <laughs> I don't yeah. want you're him to get out there.
5: Now he probably feels it now. Yeah. It's going to hurt. Now he's older, but
1: yeah, I'm just saying, Justin talked me into the plate. They're like, mm, we might play it. I'm like, hell yeah. I played it. Justin Grable said it was good to go. <laughs> I can't I came out of there on
0: fire, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not that's my bad.
1: On a
2: jump you built for me. Yeah, you're welcome. Justin, did you ever race with anything broken?
4: Uh,
0: I went my collarbone was broke. I mean it after I had my surgery. Like they were still completely snapped in half, but the plate was there so it didn't hurt. I actually took my own stitches out at, nice. at <laughs> an indoor race because they were rubbing on my collarbone. They were rubbing on my neck brace. Um, other than that, though, I never all the other bones I broke, I couldn't like my when I broke my knee, broke my knee in nine places. Like I, I took almost a year off for that one because there's no chance. No, I wasn't gonna break that one again.
2: I don't think I'm going to Gillette. I did some Sturgis <laughs> motos with an arm in a cast. I raced with you miserable. a lot.
0: With, you had cast on all the time.
2: Yeah, Mike, yeah. you had a rough go
1: of it, bud. Yeah, I don't know. Well, still, that's, what talk, him, that's what
3: I just talking. That's what I was talked about him about like. He grew up in an era where Ty Van Horn was putting boots on with broken leg. Oh,
4: know? yeah.
2: I remember that. Sturgis. Mm-hmm. Mike yep. did, Mike and did in, that too.
3: And then uh, Lemon, I think, it, or maybe it was Pierre. He was trying to find an oversized boot to shove his cast in and whatever. Then, yeah, with you riding in casts, so I mean, to him, it's just normal. like
2: That's how uh, we grew up. Yeah,
3: yeah, everyone just rides with broken bones. I
2: remember Colin Peterson showed up to an indoor with his arm in the cast, and I was like, dude, your arm's broke? And he's like... Yeah, but I'm three points out of the championship, bro. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, hey. well,
0: I remember you one time. You had your arm broke. You should. I think it was Sturgis. Yeah. And looking back on it, I don't. It. I don't. Don't understand why. But you cut off like the hand part of your cast, <laughs> so you could move your wrist. But the yeah. cast was still on your
2: arm, which yeah. did
0: you no good at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> You raced that day.
2: <laughs> my old man and I... Well, my old man is the one that helped me out with that. Hey, yeah, you cut the whole hand off. Yeah, he's, he's like, well, what do you need? And I was like, well, I can't grab the bar. So whack, <laughs> there goes the first like half of the cast back to my thumb. Yep. So then it was basically just from my wrist to my elbow is all my cast was. Yeah, it was just like a... And I could move race. my wrist just fine. And I was like, hell yeah, we're De- going racing. You defeated the purpose of your cast. Yeah. What do you tell the doctor when you go in? The doctor wasn't the hard sale, dude. It was the
3: mom. <laughs> <laughs> So none of you kids listening, these are none of these are good ideas <laughs> yeah that's ten, not that's ten out, not out of advice. ten don't
2: recommend, yeah, yeah. We, we hurt now, yeah, we pay for it, absolutely. We were cool when we were kids, though, <laughs> oh yeah,
0: and I broke a lot of other bones too, but that's just memories, right yeah it's part of the sport it's tough we I feel it every day, yeah i I wouldn't change anything. I'd go back and do it all over again.
3: Yeah, it's I'm part just, of the journey, it's part of the journey, yeah,
0: you've had some bad luck, I think yeah. I broke my knee. That James Simpson broke his ankles and you broke your femur all in the
2: same year.
3: And Mike No broke his back. Mike he broke was his back. back all in the same. We had some bad luck that whole
2: year. I broke Gage and I got hurt the same day when he broke his femur. Yep. That's the same day I got hurt.
3: Same day, same jump. Same track, yeah. yeah.
2: Threw old Mikey in the station wagon.
3: Yeah. Lee, Lee Lindsley broke his uh ankle same day. Oh, that's right. Same yep. jump. Same jump.
0: Yeah, that was We still never blame the jump. That was a that was a bad year of racing. Those are all bad broken bones. Yeah. Like remember when James Simpson broke his ankles in Belfouche. Yeah. You guys Overshot, Overshot that, that by yeah, you a guys, mile. Was, Big OJ. <laughs> I was sitting. That was a week after I broke my knee. And I was sitting right in front of that finish line with my leg up because they couldn't do surgery. Yet. It was too swollen. And I watched James take off after that. Just shattered both his ankles. So James and I actually were in the hospital for a week together. After I had my surgery and he had his ankle surgeries. And we just rolled around
2: in our wheelchairs to each other's rooms and
0: pissed <laughs> off all the doctors.
2: Dude, there was a little while where... You and I were either hanging out at races or the hospital. Oh, yeah. Because you live so close to the hospital. Yeah. I'd just wake up, Justin Grable's hanging out in my room. <laughs> or your
0: dad. Your dad came a lot, too. we playing, playing PlayStation like that dirt bike game.
2: Yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> good times. A lot of good times. <laughs> but we'd always be making, like, fun situations in city situations. Like we'd be laughing our asses off in the hospital room oh, with yeah. one of us being completely busted up, you know? But the other one was, like, lifting the spirits of the other one. That's what I always thought was cool Yep. about you and I. Like, man, we never, you know, even if we didn't talk a whole lot, if one of us was hurt, you know, like, the other one would always go to the hospital and check in and hang out and, you know, do all oh, that yeah. stuff. Bring do, each other milkshakes.
3: Do wheelies and... You know, uh, wheelchairs. Wheelchairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: A lot of good times. Never got kicked out of a hospital, though. Weird. Oh, no. No, they want We... Paid for a lot of surgeons. Yeah. Do house, you guys have like so. a punch card? <laughs> <laughs> so like actually like we have two surgeons that actually ha- I have their personal numbers. Catermiss? So Dr. Catermiss and Dr. Labrie.
3: Catermiss is awesome.
0: Yep, He did like four of my surgeries.
3: He took my rod out. He did uh, a couple of Ezra's. He's he's good. You guys need a doctor. Catermiss is a guy.
1: That's who did my collarbone. Catermiss did? Yep,
3: He's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about his plate choice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you must have broke yours different i don't know why um, i've never heard anyone
1: my ever. physical therapist told me this you get that plate when it snapped right on the end oh because um i showed him the x-ray of it and he said he had never seen that before so he did a bunch of research on it talked to people and when you snap it right on the end that's the plate you get because they want it to heal straight mm-hmm. so they have to keep it held down because you when you get up motion that bone tries to go up So if it's not healed all the way, you could re-break it really easy because it's so far on the end by lifting your arm up. Hmm. So there was a reason for it. He just wasn't being a dick.
0: That's fair. In my defense, I'm not a doctor, so I didn't know that.
1: Sorry. If Catermist ever (laughs) listens to this, sorry. I got cranky (laughs) with you. I'm just not happy with the plate. So how'd you guys end up with Ford GMX? Like, I I get you bought
0: it, but, like... Well, my dad and and Jerry Burdick were pretty close friends. So... That's who had it before. Yep. Jerry Burdick ran it. So I went from Ladner to Burdick. And then my dad and Lee Lindsley helped build those tracks. Um, Jerry Jerry had a specific way he wanted them built. So my, my dad and Lee would build
2: them to how he wanted them. Um, those were not fun tracks. I don't yeah. have to be nice. They weren't. No, it, was, it
0: was different. I, Jerry Jerry really wanted safety. He wanted it to be more safe.
3: Um, Problem was a lot of the jumps are so small. Like the takeoffs are so small but the gaps are big. So you're hitting with speed it tried to buck you over the bars. Yeah, that was the problem. They were just really fast. Yeah. He he wanted it to be really really
0: safe and didn't want people to get hurt. And I see his his point there. Yeah. Because um, we went from Ladner's tracks that were gnarly
2: just insane hard. Al- almost too much for around here, dude. Yeah. Like he was he was nuts. Crazy.
0: Then two. A little bit easier and then Jerry kinda just wanted out of it. because um, yeah, at that uh, maybe it was just the the era then but there was only like 180 entries at races then. And the races were really small. People weren't really that much that into it. So I don't know if it's just the era, but he kind of wanted out of it. So then we took it over. What remember. year was that? 2013. Dang. it has been a long time. Yeah, it's it going by really fast. Were you freaking pumped? I was I was actually. I was still racing then. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it was cool. Like, yeah. We took it over, but we didn't know the, like, the amount of work that was going to be. So the first few years were stressful because we didn't have a Bobcat. We, we were borrowing stuff from everybody. So like um, Darren Howie would loan us Bobcats, GMC of Shatterin, like Ward Wasserberger. He'd loan us a Bobcat and we were renting loaders and we were buying all the fuel and we had to buy starting gate and all the tough blocks. You know, you're, My dad had to pull a lot of strings and have a lot of people help us. And then trying to get us on our feet. Once we got on our feet at Mars, it makes it easier.
2: Yeah, look at you guys now.
0: Yeah. I mean, you you think about it, especially nowadays, like behind the scenes, all the score ladies, you have to find people that know what they're doing and that are willing to sit there all day long and get yelled at. It's crazy, though, score,
2: back to the scorekeepers, but, man, they almost have to have a passion for it, too.
0: They do. Every one of those ladies up there grew up. Like with us racing. Yeah. So they know everyone. They love it. And that's, that makes it more fun for everyone. So you get them. And then when we have to hire flaggers and then people that sit at the doors to, you know, sell wristbands, EMTs, you know, Jordan, she does all of our advertising. That's what's really blown this whole thing up. I think is Jordan's advertising, mm-hmm. all the social media. And once we started doing that, like our numbers doubled.
3: Oh yeah. Um, when those videos and stuff, I mean, I think that really it shows a good passion and it shows, a, you know, a very pure part of the sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look
5: fun. Yeah. Right. Like the whole atmosphere looks looks fun. Yeah. yeah and then,
0: like Chris started doing those videos, and you get the background music in there and stuff. It it it's a fun fun environment, and then we started sharing those, and like our numbers just keep getting bigger and bigger. So yeah, it's Chris
1: cool then. to see because when. Um, We kind of first started doing that. Even now I would see people comment on them and they would say, we should go to one of these or this looks like fun or what are you doing next month type stuff.
0: Yep. Just go watch. Yeah.
1: And I think consistency is key, you know, too. It's like, it's kind of like if you ever been scrolling through Facebook and you get an ad and it's something you're like kind of interested in, but not really. And then you'll see it like the fifth time and finally click on it. Mine was um, when I was hurt, it was a bidet. The side of your toilet, <laughs> and it was heated. And I will bet you, I scrolled by it. They must have known I was hurt. <laughs> I scrolled by it like five times, and finally, I'm like, "Well, how much is it? <laughs> One hundred eight dollars."
0: Nice.
1: But you know, you keep putting video after video out, you know, and like Dusty said, if they look fun and everyone looks like they're having a good time, yep, that helps.
0: Well, that was that helped us a lot. But then even behind the scenes, you know, we do like the pre-entry forms and stuff. Um. So we get all those in the mail normally, like the last day,
4: <laughs> if not the well, day after, duh. we
0: just get a hundred of them. So my mom's at home; she'll spend an entire day entering all those into the computer. You know, you're you're counting money, you're adding expenses. Like my mom's just, she's always behind the scene, but does so much. Like it's like three hundred pre registers too. Oh, like last it's race we ton. had two hundred and forty or something like that. We used to have like a hundred, but now we have. Like you know, hundreds of them. It saves people money. And time. Uh, and a lot of time. But somebody has put all this on the computer, and that's always my mom. You know, she's always doing, she's the one that pays everyone.
3: So, so the key would, to this you know. is if you're going to race, send it in as early as possible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, another like, pet peeve. Like, don't bring it to me two days later. Or don't, on the last day, you don't get to put that date on it and send it that day. We, <laughs> I'd date it like, back. We need it that day. You know? and, we, and we do that for a reason because we have so many entries. Right. We don't have that much time. We got to put them all in, and we all have full time jobs, you know, on our normal days. So there's just so much behind it. My dad's building tracks, and Lee Lindsley, and all all the people that work for us. We're all big family. We've all been pretty much the same people that work with us now have started with us. So,
2: I'm a new recruit.
0: Oh, you've been doing this your second year, third, third, your third. Oh, samezies,
1: bro! I had to force my way in, though they didn't ask me.
0: Yeah, we felt bad for you. I had yeah. to work my way up, dude. I was a flagger for a long time. Mine was, pit- <laughs> mine was pity.
1: They're like, yeah, go ahead, just go away.
0: Well, once once we suck you guys in, you're, you're stuck now. So, like Mike, if you want to get out of announcing, you're gonna have to fill out some paperwork and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that easy. There's what? an exit interview. Yeah, once you're in, you're in.
1: That's all right. I told them last race I was retiring. Cody's going to do photos and videos now.
0: We laughed at him. I'm just going to hang out with Mike. Yeah, we thought that was pretty funny too. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: so when are you going to do the washed up, we used to race, but we're no longer good anymore class? Probably never. <laughs> Probably never.
2: I, I bet that'd be a full gate first year. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be, have six heats. There'd heat. be an LCQ for that one yeah. for sure. No, we, we
0: It would be fun. But then we do that. It's just another class. It takes up more time, <laughs> and it's more headache. And yeah, I don't know. That's not, I mean, it's not like a legit class. We might do that like at an intermission
5: race. So when are That'd you gonna fun. make it like a two day kind of thing? If there's too many people.
1: Well, that's what I was gonna ask. Because if we're already at four forties, you know, like,
5: like we're, you're the cre- on you're creeping the on big a bike, lot little for bike. Everybody that you yep. guys have.
0: No, we've been talking about that a lot. We never thought it would get this big. I think we're at like record numbers for that building, um, for dirt bike-wise. If we get over 500, I don't, we're going to wing it. We're <laughs> going to have to. But long night. It's going to be a long night. So that's what we're going to have to do. If we get that many people, we'll have to start earlier, maybe end later. Um,
2: Dude, you missed it, Dusty. I started everybody 15 minutes early this weekend.
5: Yeah,
0: I went by smooth. But I think a two-day- I
5: wanted to.
2: <laughs> two days is
0: just gonna be too much, you know. Yeah, and it's not fair for people.
2: Say you get—I'm not gonna lie—that two day that we did this year, I was so over it by 9 a.m. on Sunday. Yeah, like I was—I was, was already ready to be home. That makes two of us.
5: Yeah, that makes everyone everyone like, working. What if you did the like the Sunday? You know how you did it straight through. What if you did that both days and had early days? Would that make it better?
2: No, because then you're never getting a night show. Really, you're just like True. rushing True. through it.
0: Well, that and if you do, because we, we talked, we threw the idea around maybe doing big bikes one day, small bikes the next day, but then it's not really fair for, say we did small bikes Saturday, big bikes Sunday, um, all those guys traveling from like Montana, North Dakota and this year was unfortunate, but last year we had 50 entries from Canada, those guys come from Canada. So if those guys are racing Sunday, you know, they're not going to, we're not going to get done until six yeah. to 10 at night. And they have to drive all the way home and most people have to work on Monday. Yeah.
4: Yeah, so that's tough.
0: I don't think that's going to work. I mean, I think we're just going to keep doing the way we do it. And if we get to start getting a lot more entries, like in the 500s, we just start earlier. And maybe we can just go a little bit later. Yeah. Um, every, every race we've ever had, we have never been past 10 o'clock. So we want to keep it like that. Mm. That's kind of one thing we try to strive on is... Mm-hmm be done by 10 p.m. Yeah. I think it's time for people to get home or if they travel or whatever yeah. they may be. But I think we're going to have to bypass that and just let people race. People travel a long ways. They, This is an expensive sport like we talked about earlier, but yeah. I don't want to deprive someone of traveling and getting here and not letting them ride. Yeah, especially
1: because like well. this is, it's like the only indoor within like a couple, like most of the surrounding States around us. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, like you said, Canada, people from Canada are driving down here. So you'd, I think you'd lose a lot of those guys if you're like, well, big bikes are on Sunday. Exactly. You know, they're like,
0: well, we're just not going to go. And exactly, they wouldn't. Um, so I don't know, we haven't really crossed that path yet. I don't have a, like, a real good answer for you on that. You, I think you're, creep, it. you're creeping on it. Well, you, mean, you even think, normally the guys from Canada, they come down, we get anywhere from 20 to 40 entries for those guys. So you... And four. none
2: of those guys were here this year because the borders are close. Yeah, they couldn't make it.
0: Yeah. And so, some of those guys are pro guys, too. Actually, most of them are. Yeah. But I know we've talked to them this year, and they're like, we want to come, we want to come, but we just can't. And we have a lot more people that want to come. Oh, yeah. So I mean, we're going to be, I'm guessing, next year we'll probably hit 500. Dang. We are gonna have a party. Can we have a 500
1: party? I'm okay. I like parties. I'm all about having a party. <laughs> Let's have a 500
0: party. That would be game.
2: Yeah. If we ever break 500, it's a party night.
0: If we ever break 500, I think Chris, you're going to have to do videos, pictures and help Mike announce. Cause he's going to lose his breath.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I haven't yet though. I haven't lost. One. I did not think that that Sunday when I was going back to the races, I was like, there's no chance I make it all the way through today. You did it. I, I did. Yeah.
4: I, I can't,
1: I can't announce cause Mike has such a weird thing with numbers. We were walking through Gage's shop and he points at a bike. He goes, you know, this kid. I said, no, and he goes, It's this number and this kid says rattles his name off. I'm like, Do you know rip come out, nope. this kid? Nope, just saw him on Saturday. Zero six. Rip come and I'm like, What? Yeah, Mike's gonna number not two. me, bro. The yeah. race would be over before I even got fourth place
3: announced.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, Justin, I got a question. Out of all the races that you did in S D May all the years, what was your favorite track? It's a tough one. Just SDMA, not traveling around. Um, my favorite SDMA
0: races, I would say, where it was kind of a toss-up between the two of them, would be Bowman or Lemon.
3: Those are fun. Like Lemon had, was a good
0: time. I had so much fun racing at those. Um, and back in 80s, when I was on 80s, and like when I first started racing the pro class, Hermos was my favorite track. Yeah. that I rode there every single day. I would always win there. Why I liked it. See, I never, I never <laughs> jammed with Hermosa. Oh, I that was like, I would get out of high school, like me and Michael Johnson, Michael Johnson and I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Greg, you got to watch that. Yeah, Greg Hermanson. We'd would all load up our bikes after after class. Or Joy Delaney and Joey. a yeah. you know, Dustin Hall. There's a whole group of us. We'd just go down there and ride in the dust for hours. So what happened to Hermosa? They, I think, like the city or. the someone like that shut it down. It was too dusty or something like that. That track was hard to maintain. That was the dustiest track I think we've There's ever There's a lot of
2: hills. It'd be tough to water that thing. Like, yeah. now that we know what we know now, right. as a kid, I never understood, didn't care. Yeah, but the amount of
0: money and work, it just wasn't, wasn't worth it. And then they tore it down, they, cha- they changed it to a mud bug track now. Oh. They do like mud races down yeah. there. I well, think I knew that.
3: Socorro's ran that for a long yep. time. Yeah. And, uh, I remember one time I showed up there on a Saturday and as Ezra and I, you know, I put my money in the little kitty and, uh, I talked to Drew and Drew Sakura, and, uh, he was kind of upset because out of, you know, maybe there was 15 bikes there and there was, might've been like $30 in the kitty.
0: Oh really? If that, if you were lucky, sometimes people go down there and they just cut the lock off. And they would just go in for free, yeah. Um, or they would go across the
3: fence. Yeah. So they had a big problem, like you know, microogies where yeah. everyone wants to have the fun, but no one wants to pay the in. piper. Yep. Yeah. So and it was that catch twenty two. Uh, well, I'm not going to pay it for to ride an unprepped track. Well, you can't have a prep track if you don't pay. You know. It's that whole same mindset that we're still dealing with.
2: What. Justin just took thirty seconds to crack that beer, trying to be quiet. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, you just hear. Wah! Did you see Gage? He he stuck his under his sweatshirt Still and opened it and it made the
1: noise And he's like looking around the room to see if we noticed. I'm just gonna rip the
0: band-aid off. Just open it. you, um, just, you just have to. If you if you've, yeah,
1: if you've ever listened to this podcast, um, we knock beers and shit on the floor, bottles yeah, and get <laughs> kicked over. It, so we've heard those. I think everyone knows we got beer in here. We're all of age. We checked with the sheriff's department. It's all legal, which yeah. is Justin. If you didn't yep. know, Justin's a sheriff. Yep. Yeah, how, yeah, how long have yeah. you been doing that, Justin?
0: Uh, so I've been with the sheriff's office like six years. I've been a deputy for four and a half.
2: All your uh, fellow co-workers were pretty worried about my speed on the way here tonight. I passed three of you guys. Like, was Come on, When fellas. you say
0: you guys, Are you, there's hypo. It's not a hypo, bro. There's also Rapid City Police Department. And then there's Pennington County Sheriff's
2: Office. I respect you all the same, and Good answer. I love you all. <laughs> so but if it was when a I'm trooper, trying to get somewhere, I wish you guys would just look the other way sometimes. Well, let's like let's back to let's, let's backtrack. First of all,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you live in Lawrence County, right? Yes. Yeah, that's not my county. I know. And then you go through Meade County, still not my county. So when you say you guys,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like let's, I'm getting lectured now. Freaking that. get him, <laughs> 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 freaking unless, get him.
0: Unless you're in Pennington County, then you're in my turf. Uh, that's funny. No, yeah, I've been doing that for a while. Um do you right. start off as a jailer? I did. I worked as a correctional officer for two years. That'd be fun. Dude, what's you know? that like? That those, speaking of thankless jobs, by the way, but that is a very thankless job. So deputies' law enforcement, they get a lot of flack. They get a lot of flack and they also get a lot of like compliments. You know, like when you save someone's life, you get a lot of good job, good job, but then you also get a lot of flack. Correctional officers don't get anything. Um that job is a lot harder than it looks so at our our we have a big big jail in pennington county so when you're a correctional officer say you're on a certain cell block there's 60 inmates per you (laughs) so it's you're in charge of 60 inmates dang um immature
1: what do they uh, what do they give you what do you have on you pepper spray you don't get a gun right because you don't want someone taking your
0: gun Nope. you don't get handcuffs you don't get anything no taser nope you get a pepper spray and you use that pepper spray to break up fights. I mean, that's pretty much what you use it for. Or to defend yourself, but I mean it's sixty against one. I mean That's insane. You need a scuba tank of pepper spray for that.
1: Scuba so, tank <laughs> flamethrower pepper. So this hot
3: spray tea film. right here is hooked <laughs> up to a supply. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't and, and fuck so, with me. When you're yeah. talking about age in there, is it like eighteen to sixty or what eighteen
5: we- to a, a hundred. They yep. may as well be 18, though, because they're mine. They're, right. And they're we all just so then, young.
0: And in Pennington County, we house a lot of federal inmates. People don't really know that, but you get a lot of serious criminals, like murder suspects, stuff like that, mm. that come through Pennington County and they're housed here. Um, that's why the jail's so big. But you get all those guys together, a bunch of violent, violent people. That's um, insane. I mean, it, it's one of those jobs that you really learn how to talk to people. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't get to mouth off to a, a group of inmates and expect no retaliation. Like those guys want to come at you. It's 60 on one. Your odds aren't very good. And
4: they're,
2: they about already want to just beat the shit out of you for no reason.
0: Yeah. Some of those guys don't have anything to lose.
2: Yeah. It, it's
0: kind of scary. So it's just how you talk to people. It's a pretty fun job. God, that like, sounds stressful. It's stressful until you get to know them. Once you get to know all the guys, like after two years, I knew them all. So you come up on their pod and I'll be like, what's up, Grable? And like, oh, let's have a good day. And you just treat them like people, you know. Yeah. there's there a lot of people in there too that are in there for like just minor, minor things. And some people in there aren't even guilty of their charges, and they might be guilty or they might be not guilty. And you have no idea. And you and you don't know, so, so you you don't you don't just get to treat
2: people like complete criminals. Yeah, you just you just try to reason with them. Like exactly. Here, here's the scenario that we're in. Like this is what we have to do. Like let's try to get it done.
4: Yep.
0: But that job teaches you how to talk to people, which makes being a deputy a lot easier. Probably makes 4GMX a lot easier too. Yeah. Like it takes a lot to really piss me off. Yeah. Like you can call me whatever name you want. I guarantee it I've heard it. <laughs> I'm sure. Sometimes when I hear a new one, I'm like, I'll laugh out loud. I'm like, that's a good
4: one. <laughs> nice. Go, yeah.
0: Write that one down.
3: There's going to be times where you're like, when you're in those uh, jail cells and stuff, we're like, hey, Phil, what are you up to today? <laughs> like, oh, it is. <laughs> what do <are> you. Into- <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's it's good
0: and bad though, because I grew up here my whole life. So. A lot of guys I went to high school with, you know, I either put in there or I see them in there or it is what it is, but yeah, that kind of makes it hard, but you know, we're, we're really lucky and fortunate in South Dakota. We have a badass governor. Um, we have a lot of, res- a lot of res- people that respect us. We don't, we're not like over in Minneapolis. Yeah. Dude, it's
1: insane over there. So, so did you, do you have to do corrections before you can? Nope. Nope.
0: That's just where you started. That's where I started. Um, when I got hired, there was deputy spots open and correctional spots open. And they asked me, um, which one I'd prefer. And I just, I I was new. I was pretty young. I was 22 or 23. I was like, any of them. I was like, just put me wherever. I'll do whatever. And then they're like, yep, corrections it is. (laughs) And then. Got him. him. (laughs) And, And looking back on it, I'm super glad I did. I was right out of college. Well,
1: that's probably a good place to start. Like you said, you know, learning how to talk to people without getting fired up or getting them fired up.
0: Oh, yeah. So. yeah. Right out of college, too, you're you're young, and you're full of piss and vinegar, and that humbles you a
3: little bit. There had to be a time that you're like, this might go really south.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes you, you can see it um, in both jobs. You know, when, after doing it for a while, you know when something's going to go south. I mean, yeah. even at the indoor races, like, sometimes you can tell when there's tension. Yeah. So you'll see me walk her with my little headset, like, Breaks, break fights up. I try to break them up, but I mean, if you want to beat each other up, just do it outside somewhere when the kids don't see you. Yeah,
1: right. You know? um, you know? Tell us what it's
0: like getting tased. Um, <laughs> it, It's hard to put it into words, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, it's just you don't feel anything. Because you've been tased twice. Twice, yep. So when those probes hit you, um, your whole body locks up. So most people have all had a calf cramp. Yep. So it's like excruciatingly painful, like your calf cramps or your foot cramps. Do that with your whole entire body for five seconds. Um, you can't feel anything. You can't move, you can't blink, you can hardly breathe. You the second time I got tased, I tried to count, it's five seconds long. And I tried to count, I was like one, and I lost after that.
2: You just you couldn't just, do it. You just
0: hold on and then as soon as that taser releases, it's like your whole body just releases. Just, oh, thank God. It actually feels good afterwards. <laughs> I mean, I'm not recommending people to get tased. <laughs> Therapeutic. <laughs> like,
1: dude, yeah, I wonder, uh, like, if your muscles really sore, you know, from working out real hard or
0: riding, and if you just got tased. <laughs> so after you get tased, you're actually kind of sore the next day.
4: <laughs> like, it actually, it actually feels <laughs> not like, quite, Chris. Never freaking mind. <laughs> like, it actually feels like
0: you did a workout. <laughs> huh. So, I mean, you're kind of sore. I bet, dude. Everything's just, like,
2: wide open, 100% flex, yeah, you yeah.
0: know. I mean, Times five. Yeah. Being on the giving side of that taser is really, really cool. <laughs> receiving <laughs> receiving side not
4: so much. It's
0: but normally you'll taste somebody, and afterwards you're like, all right, I'm done.
3: You think you could help with an arm pump? <laughs> <laughs> it might.
0: I'll bring my taser next time. there Careful, dude. back class. The gate's about to drop. Taser comes out right into his arm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take those probes off and just shock your
2: arms a little bit. But slower. dirt bike riders are so goddamn dumb. If you had a little bit of success doing that, everybody would be doing it. Bro, dude, everyone you would be sell buying it. tasers. You
1: could walk. You could sell it. You could walk by the start gate and just tase everyone's arm. 35 bucks. Who won't shot?
2: Yep.
4: Can you turn uh, that down a little bit? Like, yep. <laughs> and then I
0: have to go back to work and explain why my battery's dead. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I right. Need, I need a new taser cartridge and we, stuff.
4: We
2: were doing science this weekend at the
0: dirt bike track.
2: It's called like, research. Yeah. You tased 35 people
3: this weekend?
0: <laughs> Got paid for every one of them, too.
2: And, and I'm out of pepper spray, too. I need some more of that. <laughs> yeah. Those guys, it didn't work so well for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turns way. out that did not help. Turns out that was bad.
3: Well, yeah, that's awesome. Did you piss
0: yourself?
2: No. Nope. <laughs> so...
0: <laughs> I, I got really lucky, and the person that, the first instructor that tased me told me, he's like, if you have to use the bathroom, do it now. So I listened, and I went. And normally when, you're, when you have a tasing, taser trainings. A tasing?
2: Is that what you call
4: tasing? <laughs> the,
0: the ceremonial day, tasing. Yeah, when you have a taser training, there's probably like four or five to eight of us or so, and we're all, you all stand in line and just wait your turn. You do not want to be the last guy. After watching all your friends just scream like little girls, I was gonna
1: say, is it worse being the first guy or the last guy? Last guy, you want to be the first one, yeah.
0: Because then you kind of like
3: don't but, know what to expect. That's yeah, you're too you're say. too dumb to know. Yeah. yeah. When well, I remember the first time you got tased, you told me that you left, you let all your breath out so you didn't whimper.
0: Yep, I didn't make it. I didn't make any noise. <laughs> so like they say, taser, 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 and I let all my breath out, and he hit me with that thing, and well, I didn't, I couldn't breathe. So I almost suffocated myself, <laughs> and then, but I didn't make a single noise. That's what I was like, gonna ask. Like, Did you scream like a little girl? No. So I was cool. I was like, "I'm the man.
4: <laughs> I'm the <laughs> man."
0: And everyone else was screaming. I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't scream at all. No piss, <laughs> but, no screams." But some people do. As soon as that that releases, like, especially really drunk people, they pee themselves anyways. You tase one of those people, they're gonna pee their pants. And it's kind of funny, but I bet you this screen
1: this. Because you can't control it. It's not no. like you're screaming on purpose. It probably just comes out of you.
0: Oh, it hurts. It's not enjoyable.
1: If we have a 500 party, can we bring a taser? let will see what <laughs> I can do. All right. Cool, cool, cool. cool. I'm going home that night. <laughs> no. I don't you're, want no part of that. You're second on the list, bud. Yeah, it's not fun. Who's first? Yes. Yeah. Th- yeah. I'm thinking I'm going first. <laughs> I'm telling After you. After hearing this.
0: You don't, I don't know if you want to listen to me take my advice anymore, Chris, but if you want to take that advice, go first. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, why do I feel like you could tase Troy Berry and he'd just walk away? Yeah. Big, well. It'd probably melt the actually, wires on your taser. Yeah. The, the probes, is that what you call them? Probes, yeah. Yeah, they would just deflect. <laughs> <I'm sorry. They laughs> would, they yeah, just kinda just turned you down. You wouldn't even pin Troy Berry.
3: Tase, tase, tase. He flexes. <laughs> 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 Not today. Flex, flex, flex.
0: <laughs> no, actually, it would, Troy Berry probably heard the worst from it. It, oh, all muscle? All muscle. Yeah. Like, the more muscle mass you have, the more it's going to hurt because it locks up your muscles. We're
1: cutting that out. Don't you dare talk bad about Troy Barry on this <laughs> I just podcast. Him, I just said he's just a muscular human <laughs> no. being. He is, dude. That guy's built like an action figure. Yeah. It's not even fair. He it's is. not. We no. need to have his wife in here one day. Talk to her about it. She's super cool. Have you ever talked to Amanda? No. She's super I've cool. I've barely talked she to Troy super Barry. She's a cool
2: person.
5: I
1: know we stole his pit spot, and he got mad at us.
5: Yep. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw him in the movie Three Hundred, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Chuck Norris. Yeah, just different face. Sorry, distracted.
1: <laughs> yeah, what we're talking about. So you're deputy now. Yep. Like that, driving a cool car.
0: Yeah, I, would dri- I drive a Charger, slick top, no light bar, windows are all tinted.
1: I was telling you earlier when I see a sheriff, like I, I almost try to
0: get pulled over just to see if it's you. You probably don't want it to be me. Why? I'm really gonna screw with you. Why? Because I'm gonna call you out of the car, prone you out on the ground.
1: Dude, I'd be doing the same thing. I'd see you get out of your car, and I'd like put mine in drive and like burn out for a couple feet, and then stop and back back up. And then I'm gonna tase you for sure. I'd be
3: used to it then after yeah. the 500 party. <laughs> well, but hold on,
1: Justin. Let me piss. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Walk backwards to the sound of my voice. Yeah. Get on the ground. I've been on.
0: I've been on night shift for forever i work nights so do you have any
1: do you have any like do you have any wild stories that you could tell us from being a sheriff probably not okay (laughs) because i know there's like a
5: i got
0: a lot of stories but probably can't air
5: them on yeah some dark ones. one violation maybe
0: yeah it might just be some violations i might have to get called in the office if somebody listens to this (laughs) okay well i don't want to get you in trouble when we shut these up we can talk about it
1: there you go there you go after dark segment that you can't get um so future plans for 4gmx we're just winging it till we get to
2: 500 then we're gonna have a party and go from there yeah i don't know what we're gonna do you know by saying that we're gonna have a party on this podcast there's gonna be people waiting for it oh yeah
1: i know at least 364 because that's how many have listened that's our max so you better just level the track and that's where we'll have our party
0: Uh, I'm fine with it, but you know how long it takes to level that track.
2: I wouldn't even do it where the track is. I'd do it on the concrete, like where we did the awards banquet this year.
0: Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't see why we couldn't. If we break 500, that would be something. I'll rap on the mic. I'll just tell. You will? Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, that was recorded too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'll do it. okay. What are you going to rap? Fergalicious?
1: (laughs) No way. Oh, dude, I got it down. (laughs) Do you have like a dance for it?
2: No. Can you give us a sneak peek? Yeah. Demo it. (laughs)
3: It's a real quick one.
2: Yeah, fergalicious definitions making the boys to hop on it.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Told you so, boys. All right, we're do- we're doing it. Jam All that right. thing
1: the whole way here tonight. Um, <laughs> on top of the water trailer, we're gonna get a karaoke machine. That's gonna be the only song on it. <sighs> um. Last but not least, Justin, when will you hire
0: Chris to be your goon class test rider? I'm, I don't even need to hire you.
2: You can just come do it.
0: If you don't want to you want to test ride and just come ask? Yeah, what me. about those test ride days?
2: I don't race and I never get to because I'm well,
1: hey, I come don't come butt on. into my shit here. I'm getting a test ride contract and you're like, Yeah, Yo, what about the rest of us? <laughs> not the rest <laughs> of us, just me. Wait wait for
0: your invite, bro. Someone's got a test for the boys in C class. That's true. So here's a couple of things like, um, like when I'm test riding the track, we have a lot of people that ask if they can test ride it too. all those people race. I always tell them no. Um, it's not fair if you race. Yeah, exactly. Cause so- sometimes if I let, if I let one like 80 rider or something like that test ride the track with me, they win. You know, then it just looks like, well, they got to ride the track the night before. It's not fair. That's what's perfect for me. I'm never going to win. Well you going to race next year? Not
1: from test riding. Pri- mm-hmm. Priorities. You could probably still race, That's right, Chris? I would totally just test test ride that. Thing I would in test that ride, race. not race. Yeah, yes. I'll pay you to test ride. I'll pay
0: for a class. Sometimes it's not. No, we don't need you to pay for it. Sometimes it's nice to have one or two test riders. And get a different outlook on it. It'd be cool just to hang out and do it. Yeah, we, I always test ride the track. Normally Fridays, anywhere after like one or two. Hell yeah! We always ride. So next year, I'll call you. Hell yeah! Come down and you can ride around with me. You guys heard it right? Yeah, everybody. Heard Invite. It. I'm never against that. I get it, though. You just
2: can't race. Justin, it's fine. What was our funnest battle that we ever had? Probably, oh, man. We had some good ones.
0: My my favorite one was in Lemon. Oh, yeah. In 250A. And I got the whole, I was on a two-stroke, and you were on a four-stroke. Are you were on a two-stroke. I
2: was on 250F. Yeah. You were on your 252 it's shot. had a lot
0: more power than you did on that, and I would always beat you on the whole shot, and then I would just roost the shit out of you the whole race. <laughs> it and was miserable, it, dude. I would like,
2: intentionally <laughs> roost him. This, this race that he's talking about, he when we pulled off the track, like I noticed my leg was all wet, and I couldn't figure out why. Threw my bike on the stand. Well, Justin blew a hole in my radiator, so that was convenient. So and all Ross. the antifreeze blowing on me or whatever, and then I was like, "Man, my chest is really wet." So I took, I peeled my jersey off, and it's like a, f- like I got pelted with a shotgun, dude. I have welts, I'm bleeding everywhere, and it's just all because of that asshole. It's funny because he yeah. kno- knows he did it. He's oh, like, "Yeah, I get out in front he and just told, roost he this shit out of you." He straight up told him. me he was doing it on purpose because oh. he didn't want me to pass him. I was like, <laughs> "Come <laughs> on, man!" Yeah, I would wrap that bike out and just
0: get that tire spinning everywhere I could because every time he I just wanted to roost him so bad, so he let off. And he never did. So I don't know whose fault that is. See, I'm learning a lot right now. That's a good
1: tactic.
2: Like, you would just roost them. After that oh, whole man. day, you were you were hurting. I was half angry at you too. I was just like, that little son of a bitch. It's racecraft, bro.
0: <laughs> that and then on eighties on in Pier. Dude, we on had a, when, when that was
2: there was, was there was a race in Pier, I don't remember what class it was, but we were both on our 150s. And it was before they had a really long section of whoops before their finish line. That was the longest section of whoops. And you were you were on the left side of me. So I think it would have been the inside coming out of that corner. And I was on the outside. And we were blitzing those whoops side by side. And then we went over the, the finish line. Mm-hmm. And we like both scrubbed opposite ways. So like our ass ends of our bikes were facing opposite ways. And like I just kind of looked over at you at the corner of my eye. And like I seen your bike was whipped out. My bike was whipped out. I was like, dude. This is pretty cool. And we like landed this,
0: it. It's a miracle. Yeah. We landed it. And I don't
2: remember. I'm sure yeah. you beat me or whatever. But right. I just remember going through those whoops side by side with you. And then we hit the finish line at the same time. Just, and dude, those things just lived on the box. Just everywhere we were, they were just wide they were open. They were tough bikes. That's a good time.
0: Oh, yeah. Chris, you can come test ride the track with me next year.
3: Hell yeah. Right. I'm down. Did you how ever, how, how many times you race through Lions?
0: Oh, quite a few. Yeah. I went race there quite a few times. We My my like we we're oh, maybe not. I think my dad was still the president then. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was the president for the first 2 years of Reliance. Yeah. And then I raced then a few times and then
3: I think one or two times after that. I liked that track. So <clears throat> I mean, I know you traveled quite a bit. What was your favorite track outside of Me?
4: Um
0: I remember one time up in Miles City. I, I was actually just thinking Miles City is probably my favorite.
2: Really? It beats Millville? Yeah. Oh, dude. I like
0: I Millville just to practice on. Racing on Millville, I got tired of getting my ass kicked. It did suck. And then we're not used to riding sand. Yeah. I want a track that's like riding on concrete because that's what we're used to. <laughs> so you get to a, sand, a track with ruts and sand, I don't know what I'm doing. It's pretty tough. Yeah, I rode like a goon.
3: I remember that one year we were racing up in uh, Miles City. And you're hitting that downhill triple. And I was mm-hmm. like, you are insane. That was a big downhill. Like, you bombed off this hill. And you land way down the bottom. And there's a big 180 left-hander. And then into uphill triple. But then <clears throat> he crashed on that uphill triple. And I jumped right over top of him. I mean, directly over top of him. I see him laying there. I'm like, oh, I'm already committed. Like, I can't. If I lay up, I'm going to land on him, you know. So I just stayed on the gas. Jumped right over top mm-hmm. of you. while he's just laying and just wadded up like, yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> actually, like that was the first lap. I got the whole shot and I crashed on that. And then Man, that was a bad one. There was like thirty people that had to go by me, and it was so dusty you couldn't see. So oh I just God. laid there in a ball, and I'm like, just wait and get hit. And I think you like crashed in the in the first corner, and then everyone blew by, and then here comes Gage, and he jumped over it and he didn't see me. No, and I had to lay back down.
4: <laughs> I lay I, back down. Saw, all I heard was like
0: his bike just screaming towards me. I'm like, oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> And I
0: went to stand up and I was like, all oh, right, should be good. And I, I did get hit. I got hit like two or three times and I got clobbered in the elbow with a foot peg oh, and it like God. ripped my elbow completely in half. Like, it was, like took a chunk out of my elbow and bleeding all over. It. I went to stand up and I just hear gauge. It can just, I could see him. I'm like, Oh no, he was, Almost mid air at that point, and he couldn't stop. So I just laid down. And he jumped right over top of me.
4: <laughs> just laid back down. He, did, he looked back,
0: Jesus. gave me the thumbs up, and I was like, I don't
3: know. Like, <laughs> just keep, just keep You're going. You're doing the emoji <laughs> guy with yeah. two hands up. I, don't know. I was like, just keep going.
4: I, like,
3: I remember yeah. he built those whoops, that uphill whoop section. So gnarly. Like you couldn't even roll through it. Nope. You'd case had it. Had it. Just rolling through it, you'd case it. Mm-hmm. You couldn't roll through those whoops. They're so deep remember that one year Tressa Rao crashed every lap in practice and then Didis crashed a couple laps. And he finally mowed them down as Megan Moguls because they were so bad. I mean, it's so deep.
4: Hmm. Those it were nuts. crazy.
0: Can you go around those? No. <laughs> no. That They were like probably 50 yards wide too. And built, holy cow.
3: Almost 100 yards long. It was yeah. insane. Frick uh,
0: freak that. Well, they built those with a blade too. So when you're building, you build like, whoops with a blade, there's no rolling them. They're just straight
3: triangles. Walls. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're straight up and down. 85s on down, they made them go around because yep. they couldn't roll through them. They're so steep. Yep. I mean, is this a big, I think, 85s, they tried to make them go through, and there's just a big pile of bikes, so they said, yeah, right." But then every other class on up, you had to you had to mm-hmm. go through them.
2: That's what I'm looking for, a lane around the whoops. Mm-hmm. An option. <laughs>
5: yeah, option. Passing option. It's oh, so
2: weird. Everyone's so scared of whoops, and I never got hurt in them until, like, very end of my career. See,
5: I'm not racing. afraid of whoops. I'd, I cannot exert myself any more than I already am through the damn things. I'm so <laughs> tired. So what do you guys think of, I'm so like...
4: so tired.
5: <laughs> I think it was... Was it? I think it was, the, it was the last set of whoops we built. I think
0: it was two races ago. They're, like, right by the um Those are stands. good ones. They're... Big roll. They they were the biggest whoops we've ever built, but they were, they were tall, really round, but they were far apart. Not one person crashed at them. I liked them. You remember which ones I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. They were consistent, like in height wise. Yep. So we built those different this time. We built those with a loader instead of a bob the bobcat, because our yeah. bobcat has tracks. Yep. So you can't roll through them. So we built those with a loader, and then just my dad just drove over them, ten times, packed them down. I think those are the way to do it.
5: I like those ones a lot more.
0: So I think next year we're gonna build a whole entire section of those just for you, Dusty.
5: I'll yeah I'll, try, I'll practice.
0: <laughs> no, those are those are fun because like you, little bikes could jump through those, and if you couldn't blitz them, like Greg Hermanson, he was jumping through them. Yep. Same with like Logan Austin Ford. those guys were just jumping at about the same speed. Mm-hmm. It's cool to have
1: an option though. Yeah, I think like some guys can jump them, some guys can blitz them. It's cool you get you kind of get to choose,
0: you know. Yep. So I think we're getting the whoops thing figured out. We're getting better at them. That's just kind of a learning curve too. Those are hard to maintain. I yeah, mean,
2: there's there's shit you guys have to learn about it too. You Yeah, know? like. For the most the most part, people just show up and race, right? Like mm-hmm. you never really have a say or do anything or you're not involved for the most part or whatever. So like when you do get involved, it is such a massive eye opener. You're like, holy smokes, yeah. like it's insane. I I deal with the same stuff outdoors. Like I I'm dealing with problems I never thought I'd ever have to worry about. Like yep. it's just insane.
1: I got a finish line changed one time,
0: so
2: Yeah. <laughs> that
1: was pretty cool. How'd that work out for you?
0: <laughs> I mean in theory, good it's funny that we we literally built that finish line with you in mind i know and i test for that track and i'm like this is so easy I'm like there's no way chris can complain about this one and you didn't even complain about it. you just didn't make it oh wait <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait. i just screwed it up i did not
1: come i didn't complain about it once no but, you never did um, i was daydreaming on my way to it <laughs> must have been yeah oh well i get in my head i'm like don't short it, don't short it, don't short it, don't short it. And then in my head the next thing goes, Well, don't overjump it. <laughs> and I'm like, Don't overjump it, don't over and that's I think where I left off. Going
2: mm-hmm. off the face is don't overjump it. Your problem was you were thinking too much. <clears throat> oh, a ton. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely just, for sure. You just gotta shut that thing off and, and turn this thing on. You're I'm just, trying. You just you turn your brain off, turn your wrist on. I'm trying.
0: Indoors is tough, it's hard to time it. It is. It especially some of those triples, like you don't have a lot of room for error. Dude, you, your timing is insane, though. Yeah. I don't care what you
1: say about, oh, I lost speed, lost endurance. You, I don't think you've lost any timing.
2: I feel like I get better at the timing part. Just yeah. get older and... It's something now. that you don't lose, really. Like, uh-huh. you know, like, once you obtain it, you kind of understand it a little bit. Yeah. Better.
0: So, like, I think that was, like, racing. That was my strong point. It was always my strong point it was jumping. Never really got hurt jumping. It was always... I wasn't very good at, like, corner speed. I didn't get that down very well, like...
2: You were a jumper.
0: Yeah, I would jump everything.
2: Cause you, you'd like, you know what they call fake starts or whatever. Like the the practice start, yep. you'd be the first kid out there. And yep. it's because you wanted to straight up jump everything, you yep. know. And like you would kind of set the bar. Like if you were in super mini and you were in the second practice or whatever, we were all watching you. Like, yeah, I'll see what Justin it. does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like there's
0: sometimes I didn't make it. Yeah, oh yeah, I, those... I was gonna try it. Yeah, I didn't care.
3: Well, and he must have studied. Ryan Dungey a lot because you watch him riding. Watch very Ryan Dungy, similar, very yep. similar styles.
1: Yeah, well, you kind of look the know. same too.
0: I'm that attractive, huh?
1: Short, <laughs> <the, laughs> much shorter. I think <laughs> on the bike with the helmet on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> when fair. we can't see your face. That's but fair.
3: Styles, I mean, you can tell. Yeah, for sure. You had to study him.
0: Well, I really like jumping, but corner speed was never like my strong point. But oh, I never, jumping never scared me. No. Especially I, I can't now when I have to be the first one to jump all these jumps. That's kind of intimidating. Not even
1: completed jumps either. Yeah,
0: test I, jumps. That's, that's kind of kind of hard sometimes. You come go, out
5: the farm and test the, the ones that we build so I don't have to.
0: No, Next time you guys go out there, just call me. I'll come out and help you. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, I'll, I'm I'll, the second guinea at this point.
0: <laughs> I like it. You're the guinea. You're the test dummy at always. Farmerdale. It's, it's always. never me, bro. Well, in that case, I'll follow you. I'm then.
5: always the first one to freaking do it. <laughs> never. The thing about it,
2: Justin, they're never going to call you. They don't even call me.
0: I was just going to say, I, I ask them all the time. Like, I, hey. have to, I have to tell them when I'm no going. No, you writing. don't. Just a lot. Well, I guess actually I tell Michael. Actually, I think it's you, Mike. I always tell him. There ride. you go. And then I see you writing. I'm like, oh, yeah.
2: Here's the source of the problem.
0: And I look at my phone. I'm like, I had to have mis- a <laughs> missed text. But I never did. <laughs>
2: I invited three out of you four dickweeds, and I knew I was seeing you tonight. So it, it works out. That's true. I'll be there tomorrow <laughs>
0: I think
1: we found the source of our invite issues.
2: I'm just a colossal piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that oh, and yeah. Andrew Beston.
1: Oh, yeah. He did invite us, though. He invited me so I wouldn't roast him on the podcast, <laughs> and he said that. He's like, he invited me, and I'm like, I don't want to go to Colorado. I can barely hang on to a bike. And he's like, okay, well, now you can't talk shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> and here you are. And here we are, Andrew Beston. You don't invite people to shit, bud. <laughs> That was cool. I had two people do that. They invite me, and I can't go. And I'm like, well, okay. Well, now you can't talk crap on me. Yeah.
3: That's good, though. Yeah.
1: I bought my own microphone. I can say whatever I
0: want. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you get an invite, so that's cool. <laughs> we invited you to July tomorrow. No, I know. I'm talking about Mikey. Oh. Um, what time I, are you going tomorrow, Justin? I don't know. What time does it start? Do you guys know?
2: I'm, I'm leaving my house at 8. I want to get there right when it starts. I want to be like, I think the it's first hour of it. I think it's just a show up kind of day. Like a, it's not like a scheduled practice day. They're just prepping the track. Yeah, you're confusing me. You say when does it start? Yeah, it's not like a legit practice day, but it's just a prep day. So like you just show up. They're gonna be pay your money and you, you just go ride whenever you want. Yeah.
0: So it's not like like Sturgis where
5: you show up at a certain time and. Oh
0: well,
1: well, I guess I'll
5: free, probably leave. free Willy, bro. Between nine and ten, probably. That's when you're gonna leave. No, get there. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll probably try to leave wrap it around eight. Yeah, I want to be done riding by like one. Yeah, I got to because be that's back. when everybody shows up. Yep.
0: No, that'd be fun.
1: We can get you on KTM
0: tomorrow. Uh, I've never ever want to say this again, and it sucks that it's being recorded. But yeah, I'll ride <laughs> one of your KTM. Riders, riders. <laughs> Mikey, KTM tomorrow?
3: Nope.
1: You gotta try <laughs> it once. <laughs> I'll, I'll try yeah. it. Nope. <laughs> Hell
3: no. Nah. So Justin, what uh, bike are you gonna ride? The the good looking one or?
0: Well, she ain't good looking anymore. I was like, if I'm going to ride anyone's bike, I want to ride Dusty's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Because I can go really, really slow on that bike, but I look really good on it. There you go. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what duh. button to hit. <laughs> I don't know what button to hit.
5: No,
4: God, please, <laughs> no, no.
0: He does have the best looking
4: bike. Ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's the
2: one I want to ride if I'm going to ride one. Yeah, Dusty's? Yeah, for that's sure, fine. I don't like you. want you on
1: my
0: bike anyway. <laughs>
2: it's cool. Don't want
5: to be there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, the problem is I'm going to feel really bad if I wrecked Dusty's bike. Don't, because... <laughs> I you, went riding with these so. guys one Here's time. Here's the
5: <laughs> deal. The kit's
1: going to change in two weeks. Yeah, that's true. So you don't have to worry about it. I always it. see
0: his Instagram stories. He's always changing
1: Except, it. has this last kit been on there the longest? Yeah. Did I scratch the kit or the pipe? The pipe. We were in... We were at IMI in Colorado, and there's this... It's like... Um, it's a step down, kind of, into this step up. And then you go into this corner... They water really well, and there's two lines. And Dusty went on the inside and got caught kind of by this goon. Well, I went on the outside, and I like fell into a rut and my bike hooked hard. I mean, just shot out of this corner. Well, it shot out right into Dusty, (laughs) (laughs) and I did no idea I hit him. Shot out, hit Dusty. Well, how high? Their track's probably like off the ground. It's probably like five and a half, six foot before you hit dirt level dirt. Dusty just gone. (laughs) I rode two laps, stopped at the truck, rode another lap looking for him, couldn't find him. He's just laying on the other side of the burp. I'm like, what happened? You took me out. I got shot. Yeah. Oops. Went fast (laughs) on accident and took Dusty out.
2: It happens. It sucks when you take your buddy out, though. You kind of feel bad a little bit. Oh, when you just. He just got wrapped I it his was pipe. Funny
5: because he kept going like nothing happened. I'm
3: I had like, no
1: idea. Yeah, <laughs> I look back like three corners later. I'm like, dang, that's fucking slow
3: today. <laughs> I'm dropping it. <laughs> yeah, be like Zach Meyer. Like, where did you go? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: here
3: I hear I'm left in Dubai. Like, I don't know what to do.
2: <laughs> Dude, I hit Mitch guy in the corner once. It was in Bowman, and uh, you know, like right where everybody parks that double, that like fairly hard double that's not it's not big by any means but it's really hard right in front of the start kind of it was that corner and i came in and i I T-boned mitch guy is ho- like just super hard i felt his adam's apple on my elbow <laughs> like i smoked him and then you know i had to roll the double afterwards and then as i was going up the face letting off i could hear mitch's bike revving up and I was like, "Oh my God, he's gonna murder me! He's gonna—he's <laughs> just gonna grab me and rip me in half." And that's all there is—that's all there's is gonna be about me. I was so freaking scared. And then afterwards, after the moto, he was all like, "You know, kind of pumped about it or whatever." But that whole thing stemmed from a couple of races before. Then, freaking Sturgis, Mitch guy t-bones me before the finish line, and I had to go out and around the whole crow's nest back onto the track. <laughs> The whole moto, I finally reel this guy back in, right? I'm I'm just pissed, riding with fire. And I finally reel Mitch back in, catch up to his back wheel. He just pulls off the track. <laughs>
3: Dude, that's <laughs> the biggest
4: screw <laughs> it. Like, screw
2: you I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, he just
3: pulled off. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> oh, oh, it's fun until now.
1: <laughs> One of our buddies from the indoors, um, Ron Stahl, they're from uh, Montana. Mm-hmm. I've slammed into Ron on accident like 3 or 4 <laughs> freaking times just cuz just cuz I'm an idiot and I'm going like I see him and he'll go outside and I'm like I'm going to get him, and I'm going way too fast, and Ron just happens to be there to slow me down. Oh, hey, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I do it, I'm like mid-sliding into Ron in the corner, and I'm apologizing the entire time. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ron. <laughs> and then I take <laughs> off, and he just lets up. He's like, well, there he goes again. <laughs> See, in the nose bleeds, bud, I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> there was one race. This is when we were still in C class. I was in fourth. Ron was in third. And it was out of a corner. And if you're going past like the crow's nest, there was an option. There's an outside and inside. Well, the t- guys in first and second both took the inside and wrecked each other. So Ron's in first and I'm in second. Come around the corners, little tabletop. I come slam the last lap. Come slamming into Ron, just because I'm freaking excited. Knock poor Ron off the track. I get first place.
3: <laughs> so what happened to Ron?
1: I don't know. I I apologized on my way in and I left. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs>
3: Sorry, Ron. Got to go. I, I don't know if he got like second or if he got like fifth.
2: I don't know how he ended up doing. I think Dang. so. Ron probably has the most difficult numbers to read to read ever. Five forty two. I know, but it looks like nine forty two so bad with just the way his font, the font that he uses, it looks like nine forty two from a distance. Yeah, I can see that. They're kind of tight insane. together too. Yeah, and they're just weird font.
1: You were announcing that race I got first in, too, because I could hear you while I was riding. Oh, really? Yeah, and you, like, called me out. (laughs) like, Chris Sudo slams into first place! Sudo's in first place! (laughs) I'm like, it was not on purpose. I just can't slow down fast enough. I feel like that's my job is to call people out. Like, you kind of have to. Do you remember that one race? You were really trying to help me through whoops, and I was not having it. And I'm in, dude, I'm like getting lapped in last place. And I keep hearing Mike announce my name. And I'm like, because we're going through the garage. And I heard it. And I'm like, why is he announcing me, dude? I'm a freaking scrub. <laughs> I come around the corner. He's still announcing me pointing at which side of the whoops <laughs> I should go on. <laughs> 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 he's like, Chris, coming up to the whoops. And <laughs> he's like pointing at the side. And, of course, yeah. I slam on the brakes, put it in first. <laughs> Roll through. Ruh, Roll through. Ruh, it. ruh,
2: ruh, ruh. Hey, it's safe. I'm angry throwing my clipboard. <laughs> yeah.
0: Taking a safe line.
2: You guys got anything
1: else
0: for Justin?
5: I think we covered the bases there.
0: We got most of it. How's married life, dude? It's not any different at all. How no. long have you been married now? Not very long, right? I, I really watch what I say here. She'll listen to this. So five months. Hold on. Man. No. Five months. Like down to the hour, please. That I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Actually, a little over five months now. Yeah? We got married October 10th.
3: So you're still in the honeymoon phase? Yeah. Yeah, we still really like each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. Well, uh, it's, hey. re- it's really nice. Sarah and I have been married 21 years this year, and that's like, 10 years longer than you thought that I'd be alive. Yeah, should we talk about that? I think. <laughs> I, Do you remember when we always used to hit
2: on Sarah?
0: All the time. <laughs> I, I quit. now. I What?
2: I used, oh, yeah. I used to always
0: tell Gage, I'm like, and I used to tell Sarah, uh, when Gage's shop, when he first opened, like there for a summer, I worked for Gage. Yep. I'd go in and work for him and hang out all the time. And Sarah would always come in. And that's the reason I like, wanted to work there. Oh, that's why, that's why I, I
5: skipped mean,
2: so much school. Yeah, I mean, Sarah might stop by. Gage is a great guy, and all, But
5: <laughs>
2: dang, Gage! We used to give Gage so oh. much heck about Sarah.
3: Well, it's funny because then Sarah'd show up and I'd tell her exactly what they just said. They'd be like, "No, no." Yeah, just beat red. you would get so embarrassed, but we'd do it yep. the
2: same bullshit next week.
0: And then I finally got brave enough where I was like, "Yep, all right, it's true." Yeah. And then I, I told Sarah, I'm like. Gage is probably going to make it that much longer.
3: <laughs> he's got like three years left. I was like, Tops. he doesn't have a lot, lot
0: left. He's getting up there in age, so he's going to be lame soon.
3: I was like, I
0: will, I'll take over.
3: <laughs> well, that's funny because Justin, Justin told me he's like, he's like, dude, okay, you got like maybe two years left, and you're going to die. So I'll have a pre-made family. Like,
0: <laughs> I was like, this works out good. I get my motocross shop. <laughs> A so, wife, like you're doing her a favor. I'll take over. <laughs> I don't have a job really. right here.
3: Okay. So the best part of <laughs> just this, just the counter boy. <laughs> this was like less than a, less than a year ago. So he was going to ride out at Mike Erogi's. He got a lap in, maybe. Yeah, one lap. Oh, and this is the
2: day I told you, you hit that thing third gear wide open. You'll be fine. Yeah, and I did it. And I looked up and I was like, "Oh, that's probably man, he's really high up there."
3: <laughs> on the step up
2: yeah. yeah don't hit that third gear wide open well if you're on RM Army and you're about 100 pounds overweight
3: third gear wide open <laughs> so he comes in with a flat tire and he, well he calls me on the way to shop and he's like hey can you stay late I got a flat tire it's on a Saturday I'm like yeah no problem so he shows up I'm changing his tire and he's like you know maybe this was a sign maybe a sign need to be done today maybe I just need to go home <laughs> I looked at him I'm like yeah you're right you go back out to microogies, you're going to die. <laughs> did. I was like, well, might, I guess we're even now. <laughs> and Cody's standing his white, well, yeah. at the time, fiancés, mm-hmm. standing right next to him, and she's looking at us like we're morbid. You know, like, like how can you say <laughs> this to this I'm like, yeah. and, and Justin kind of looks at me like, what? I'm like, yeah, you go back out there. You're not going to make it, man. You're going to die. He looks at me, he's like, Hell, I've been saying you're gonna die for the last ten years, like, <laughs> still kicking, so I'm good. Yep. So I changed the tire. You went back out there. I
0: yeah. that was. I even, I even tell Cody, I'm like, you know, if Gage does die, I'm gonna have two wives. <laughs> <laughs> More I, I made mean, promises, yeah, Cody. Is what is. I can't, I can't go back on that. And I know Sarah's been looking forward to
1: that.
4: Forever. <laughs> so,
0: uh.
1: Was,
3: a lot this of good times.
1: Knows. A lot of good times. It's all fun. Does Cody know that he, Oh, now she does. You oh, got a she, second family waiting. Oh yeah, she knows. In a dirt bike shop the, and a podcast.
0: The best part is like Ezra's full grown. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually working out better for me. Like I'm not gonna have like take care of any kids now. Ellie's gonna be on her own here soon. I'm like, this is good. No. Sarah and I can just travel around. <laughs>
2: She is cook money. you amazing meals. Yeah. Lasagna well, she got lasagna down for sure. Well, oh
0: yeah, I'm gonna be way overweight. We're gonna sell everything that Gage had, <laughs> <laughs>
2: and we're gonna we're gonna
3: travel around. I've already got it planned out. Gage, don't worry. Well, Ezra's almost 18 now, so I know. Yeah, be good.
1: All, A couple more years. All his medical bills are will already be
0: taken <laughs> yeah. care of. Yeah. Right
3: now we're all paid up, besides Ezra. I mean, yeah, I guess.
0: <coughs> actually, I think it's gonna work out really good because then I can have two doctor wives. <laughs> Plus, I'm not going to have to have a
3: job I Have your wife, my wife I'm not going to work Yeah, because Sarah's a doctor And his wife's a doctor, so Yeah, I, I have nothing to worry about We're going to sell everything Gage
0: had like how excited <laughs> Justin is He's just like <laughs> happy now <laughs> Like, yeah Hell yeah It just brings so many happy thoughts We just figured out his future <laughs>
4: just
0: Sitting in Mexico on a beach
2: yeah. Having Sarah cook us some lasagna Yeah Perfect. I, mean, I don't want you to die, Gage. Don't get me wrong.
0: That's not what I'm getting. Well, at. eventually it's gonna happen. <laughs> well, eventually.
1: You know, that's pretty stand-up guy of you. You know, you get you made obligations that many years ago and you're gonna
0: stick to them. I'm not gonna forget that one. Yeah. And I made that bet first, so no one's no one's beat me that.
2: <laughs> you better change your whale, Gage. There for a little while, if something happened to Gage, there was gonna be a competition for Sarah. Dude. I'm oh, yeah. not even kidding. There, there was probably Six, eight of us that were kinda of gunning for Sarah there yeah. a little bit.
3: <laughs> Tanner Neymanny. <laughs>
2: Had her covered, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Me, Dalton, Justin, Tanner, Joe. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Now we're like all married and stuff,
0: but it doesn't change anything. Yeah.
4: <laughs> not for Justin. <laughs> Cody knows. This is gonna
3: happen.
0: Promises a promise. Like, I'm man. not gonna I'm not gonna leave Cody, don't get me wrong. I, I can't do that. But I'm just gonna have two wives. <laughs>
3: Let's move to Utah. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys got anything
1: left? Should you do tire poppers, boys? You bet. Let me get my timer. Did you think of one of these, Justin? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Dusty, how's your week
2: been?
5: A bit busy. Yeah.
2: You're the first guy I know with a sunburn yeah. this year. Yeah, homie's all burnt up today. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a, a rough week. 50 degrees. How many hours of tattoos do you have on you? (laughs) Uh, Ballpark. (laughs) I don't even know, man. 100? Uh, At least. 120? Ish. Yeah? Ish. Damn. Do you have any tattoos, Mike? I got one.
5: I basically have one.
2: Where is it? Uh, In between my shoulders. What does it say? Neil. I'm that guy. Okay.
0: Justin,
1: (laughs) you got a Grable one? (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't have any any tattoos
0: yet.
3: Gage? All my tattoos are scars. (laughs) There you go.
1: No, I don't have any. You don't have to ask.
3: Oh,
2: okay. You knew that's where I was going. Dude, fuck tattoos. They hurt like a motherfucker. I'd rather break my arm.
5: They suck. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I'm not about it. I don't know if it's a skin thing, but anything on my skin, dude, I would just rather break the bone inside of it. Oh, yeah. Broken feels,
5: bones feel way better than a freaking tattoo.
2: Oh, yeah. Day. I hated it. That's like, super I, weird. I was laying there and getting it, and I was just, like, thinking of all the people. Like, no. That have one. <laughs> There's like, no way. <laughs> yeah.
3: The biggest thing, I can't find, like, I'm not animal lover, so I'm not going to get, like, a wolf on my back or anything. And I just, I don't know what I would want. Um, Because someone's like, well, you should get MX Connection on there. I'm like, well... What if I sell it? What if What if Justin ends up with it? And I sell yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I sell it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Not that I'm against him. I just, I, I haven't found that one thing that uh, I want yet. I've I'll, never
1: brought myself to commit to that because, like you, I wouldn't know what I'd get. So, it would end up being something fucking stupid.
5: Those are the best ones.
2: No, like, yeah. like in a day, I'd be like, oh, why? So, I figured I was never going to change my last name, so...
1: You're not a what do they call that when you take your wife? Hyphen it? Mm, No hyphen.
2: Not you. We were not gonna be Neil slash Eberhard. No, just Mike (laughs) Eberhard. (laughs) (laughs) You know how long it would take me to get used to writing that? (laughs) Right. That would cause me a stroke every time I had to write my name. (laughs) Okay, back to business.
3: All right. Mike, you first? Let me know when you're ready, I got my
1: timer. Sure, I'll go first. Three, two, one, go. Don't be a douchebag.
4: That's, no, that was,
2: you guys, we're going to delete
1: this segment. If this is,
2: <laughs> all right, that's that stems from the indoor thing. That guy was being a dick about it. Oh, okay. All my other tire poppers have been long and good and great. See, it's so much easier just it.
5: being short to the point.
2: Yeah, I do it one time. Get shit. Dusty does it all the time. No questions. Well, he started with it. You started
1: with these <laughs> big elaborate freaking... When you're on the highway and Justin's got his radar out and there's people in the left lane.
0: Yeah, you guys. You people over there. Yeah, you people. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, like we're all one. (laughs) Sorry. uh, I'm getting worked up again, aren't I? (laughs) I I (laughs) I didn't mean to offend you. Throw hands. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to start referring to Mike as Pacific Steel, too.
2: Easy now. It's all the same thing, right? I'm just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> Dang shots fired Boom, roasted.
1: <laughs>
2: Dusty, do you have one? No. <sighs> nothing? nothing?
3: Nothing. Nothing, dude. You have it's nothing been a- mad? No.
2: Your sweatpants are too short. That kind of makes me want to rant about it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> sorry, Boom, like, roasted. I'm still comfortable. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that works for me, I guess. <sighs> do you want me to keep asking you next time or
4: yeah, keep keep asking. Okay.
5: I'll have one, I'm sure. Yeah. It's good another, you don't. Another good week.
3: I don't know. see. I don't know if I can make thirty seconds. I'm really trying to break it down. That's what happened, happened to me. Can I you time have that myself?
5: many?
0: Huh? Can I time it myself? No. All oh, right, ain't good. <laughs> so can you do like a five, four?
2: I'll talk like, like when you're getting close. Like when you're getting close. Yeah. No. Just show them the time. Just hold the time up. Okay, I'll hold the time up.
0: My oh, mine's not. Th- oh, mine's not that long.
1: Then why are you asking me? It could be pretty long. <laughs> 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 I'm either way,
3: up.
0: either I'm way. Shorting <laughs> it up my head right now. <laughs> okay, you ready? I think so. Three, two, one, go. Uh, so my one of my pet peeves is... not nah, we're on rants. Oh, well, this is a rant. So when you're a parent, quit pushing your kids so hard. Don't be on the on the track screaming. Get your ass going. Go faster and screaming at them. Don't push your kid to the point where they're going to get hurt. We see it a lot. I know a lot of kids that probably could have went pro or made a lot farther if their parents want to push them so hard. Make it a fun sport. It's for fun. None of us are going to be the next Ricky Carmichael. Let's just keep having fun with it.
1: Boom. 27 seconds of yeah, My kid's been that's
3: racing it. for a couple years, and he's the next Carmichael for sure. That's
2: Dude, that's most parents right there. It is. And it, it is super frustrating because you can see that you can physically see the kid just getting burnt out on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it may take a couple of years, but yeah, your kid is just getting worn out and worn out. If it's not a fun thing, your kid's not going to want to go and do it.
0: And your kid's going to get hurt.
2: Yeah. You're going to push him too hard. He, he, you're, yeah. Your kid's going to end up riding scared. He's going to be jumping something he shouldn't be jumping or trying something he shouldn't be trying mm-hmm. just because he doesn't want to get yelled at anymore. Yeah. Is that worth it to you?
1: No, probably not. were you talking about how you've never seen Donovan's dad yell or scream at him?
0: I was, gonna I say, I was actually going to say that in my spiel, but I ran out of time. Yeah. But you look at Donovan, you look at Ryan Peters, you look at like Greg Hermanson, those guys, or Logan Osford, do their dads yell at him? No. Donovan's dad never yells at him. He just says, did you have fun? Same with like awesome for it. They get off the track even if they didn't do very well. Like, hey, you tried. You had a good time. My dad did that to me too. I come off. He's like, Do you have fun? As long as I tried.
2: It was fun. I think See, I was the other way. Jim Jim would yell at me a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. But I still love it. But yeah. I could totally see how that would burn somebody out. Yeah. Yeah. Just for fun. As long as you don't throw your bike
1: on the ground.
0: Yeah, yes. We did talk about I'm that. I'm surprised
1: a lot that days.
0: wasn't yours. No, I mean yeah, I can do that. Go on for a. not you program. tell me, um, you did that? Yeah, I did it one time in Belfouche. I didn't race well. Went back to the, rode my bike really fast to the pits, slammed my bike up against the camper, threw my helmet into my bucket, went inside the camper and slammed the door, and then I waited like half hour, went to go outside, and my dad had, had the pickup hooked up, all my bikes loaded, and we went home. I didn't get the race again. The I threw a fit. And I threw the bike up against the camper, threw my helmet, threw a tantrum, acted like a child. Um, Good ne- move on Robert, though. Yep, I never did it again. Like One time. Hey, when you get older, you realize how expensive that stuff is.
2: Yeah, and how much like, how much your parents are working for you to go do something like that. Yeah, and just
0: because I had a bad moto, oh, well. Yeah. I walked away from it I, just for
1: fun.
2: Yeah. I don't know if that was a tire popper or a... Pet peeve or whatever that I had, but yeah, like don't be a douchebag. That no. was garbage, is what you had. No, uh, when <laughs> I remember talking about it, because Preston Taylor dropped his bike at the fair race and just walked away from it. It's just like, come on, dude! Like, what are you doing? Yeah, you're not above everyone else. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Well, good on your dad too. That's what you have to do when your kid does that. Yeah, because then they do it one time. Yep, like, they never do it again.
0: I learned my lesson. Every I'd have a bad race, I'd come back and my dad pat me on the back and said, "You have fun." No <laughs> off, He'd be like Oh you did good and, You know Support me Yeah it Makes it more fun I think you get faster that way Like Like Donovan's dad Just supports him Really mellow
1: It's kind of like Striking out in baseball It's gonna happen Yeah you, There's no point For you to get upset about it Like I get you're upset But Like it's gonna happen To literally everybody
3: Yeah when you're Internally upset But when you let that Overflow to the external it Changes
2: Gage You got a tire popper?
3: Yeah, I don't know if I'm make 30 seconds, but I'll try.
4: <sighs>
3: if you
2: don't make 30 seconds, it don't
3: count.
1: No. I yeah, That's I really... got nailed on that hard. Are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go.
3: Okay, so last night I went to bed at 11 o'clock. Um, at four in the morning, I woke up almost falling out of bed because of my dog jumped in bed with us. And Sarah moved over and I was almost falling out of bed. Well, at 4.30 in the morning, a uh, car was blaring uh, music really loud outside. And then it was just a shit show after that.
2: <laughs> 21. Gage so, does yeah. not like to be woke up when he's sleeping.
1: I have to break down your rants. So is the dog, the dog, is, there's a couple parts. One's the dog.
3: Yeah, we can't have Zeus sleeping with us anymore. Because Okay, after he was in bed with us, he Sarah kicked him out. He went and laid next to me. And then proceeded to snore and fart the rest of the night. Mm. And it got so bad that I had to kick him upstairs with Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> and then,
2: hold on, I have questions.
3: <laughs> wait, hold on. Okay, so okay. then I kicked him upstairs. The music playing loud woke up Rambo, Ellie's dog, and he started barking. So Ellie thought he had to go potty, so she sent him downstairs. Well, he jumps in bed with us at five or four forty-five. So I take him out to go potty, and I'm like, well, I'm not going back to sleep. So I came to work at 5 this morning and did paperwork until about noon today. It was a wonderful, rough day.
2: <laughs> Dang. So, you don't kick the dog out of your, your room and shut your door? Call it at night?
3: Sarah doesn't like to shut the door because her room gets cold. And Sarah is very cold. Like, she gets cold at night, so...
2: Justin, uh, you catching this? These are mm-hmm. notes that you need to be taken. Yeah. yeah.
3: So extra blankets and Use blankets. <laughs> <laughs> well
4: <laughs>
3: Maybe a space here. So Got it. If like right now I'm sure Zeus is sleeping with Sarah until I get home I'll kick him out. But Sarah is so cold that if we shut the door to their bedroom it gets cold and then yeah, it's game over. But I can only snuggle with her until like, you know, for about an hour and I'm like, I'm I'm too hot. I can't I can't do it anymore. Hmm.
1: So part one. The dogs, Part two. Some kid blaring music at four in the morning. Was it Ezra? No, it was uh, <laughs> some kid that was working on the house D-chan. next to
3: us. They pulled up and I heard the rattling of the car. And then they were blaring some, you know, th- they were thumping some music. and I could hear it through the walls because our bedroom's on the north side and they're building on the north side. And so I could hear this thump, 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 thump. And I'm like, well, then that woke up Ellie's dog Rambo. And then he's throwing a fit. So... Like I said, Ellie thought that he had to go potty, so.
2: I like how Ellie just kicks him out of her room. Yeah. And it's not your problem.
3: No. And he runs (laughs) down and, like, totally tackles us in bed. Like, he doesn't, like, come in and just, like, nudge us. He, like, jumps on top of me. I'm like, well, here we go. I'm not going back to sleep. (laughs) It's a rough night. So
1: I'm going to give you a tip. This is just what I do. Your dog's farting and snoring too much, so it might not work. When Kelsey like try, we don't kick him out of bed, but she'll like move him out of the way. Well, he'll come lay next to me, but I fully embrace it, so I look like the good guy. Like when it's bath time and shit, I won't even be in the room. I don't want him to associate him taking a bath with me, like all positive <laughs> for me. So I'm always the good guy.
3: Yeah, I know. Is just a rough night, so that was my little rant because it's just uh, not a lot of sleep, and then is going on to a Friday, which I know Fridays are always busy. But
1: we we made it through. Chris? Yep, I'm ready. You ready to go, buddy? Yep, tell me when. Go time. Okay, if you're in pro class, even B class, I don't care, either of those, if you win the first through fifth, but especially if you win, do a freaking whip over the finish line. I want to see it. Everybody wants to see it. You just won pro class. Bro, throw a freaking whip.
2: 19.53. That's all I want. 100% Hundred percent agree.
0: That's
1: all I want, dude. Give dude. us a goddamn fist pump at least. <laughs> yeah, something. something. Fender slap. Yeah. Give me something. Let me
2: know that you won the freaking race, yeah, right, yeah. dude? Yeah. Like, get into it. Let's go. There's 65 kids that get more pumped than pro riders do. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like
0: Ryan Peters, he wins. Just jumps it like no big deal. Normally, because he won by like half a track length. But,
1: bro, I hate it. I want to see something <laughs> cool. I waited literally 12 minutes to see something cool. Like, we get it, bro. You won. Throw, throw a freaking win.
2: Yeah,
4: do
1: something. Yeah. yeah. Show
2: that. Especially Donovan. Donovan can throw some good whips, Yeah, too. he can.
1: That's what I don't get. Like yeah. him, Joel, all them dudes like throw nasty old whips. Freaking cock one over. Let's see it. Pull a tear off. I don't know. Do something. Show Anything. Fish pump. Sh- yeah.
3: Show that you're excited.
1: Right. That's Absolutely. my rant. That's a valid rant. Thank I like you. that rant. That was better than mine. I actually got that one from Kelsey when we were watching Supercross. Cooper Webb won, yeah. and she doesn't it's like dork. Cooper Webb either. I hate him. And he did a fist pump. She goes, what
4: the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Mike, what'd you learn? Mm. I don't know. I don't know what I learned. It's funny because we do this every time. It is. Not um, like it's a surprise. Yeah. Um. Go to me last, I guess. Dusty, what'd you learn? Okay, Justin, what'd you learn? <laughs> okay, Gage,
3: what'd you learn? <laughs> <laughs> Justin rode Suzuki's probably more than uh, any other bike out there.
0: Oh, dang
1: it.
3: Yeah,
0: I, Suzuki's are probably my... I grew up racing
1: Suzuki. Didn't someone give you a Suzuki at one of the races?
0: Yeah, that was the first bike I ever... I learned how to ride on. That model bike. or
1: that bike? That exact bike. That was the bike. The
0: exact bike. Who gave yeah. it to you? So it's a guy named Gary Kroon that my dad up with um, good friends good family friend um, he let us borrow the bike when I was really little and then I rode it for a while kind of out, outgrew it and then I just quit racing it or quit riding dirt bikes for a long time but that exact bike that that I rode he ended up finding it again because we gave it back to him yeah and he fixed it up got it running and gave it to us that's pretty cool so now it's at my dad's house and then I use it and I ride around on it and chase the dogs around still runs yeah, that's cool as hell.
2: It is pretty cool. I learned that the Grables took over the indoors in 2013.
1: Okay. That's pretty good. Dusty?
4: Uh,
2: Dusty needs uh, a third go at this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Justin, what
1: did
0: you learn? Um, I learned a little bit more about the suspension. I, I didn't know you need to rebuild your suspension that often. And that suck. I <laughs> I, <like laughs> I was telling you guys after the break, I, my bike is a 2015. I just rebuilt... Or had the forks gone through last year the bike was five years old before i even touched it and i was wondering why the bike was like throwing me all over and i just thought it was because i was getting older and i sucked <laughs> well my forks were completely blown out my rear shock was blown out nothing was working
1: that happens to me i'll literally be riding with a flat back tire and like you go off a jump like you're a freaking pinball you know and you're like wow, i just suck like you did
4: not
0: yep.
1: even think about the bike
0: yeah, I didn't know that about the suspension. That's good to know.
3: So, Chris, what did you learn today? I
1: learned that if you don't go to the bathroom before you get tased, you will piss your pants when it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good
3: one. Yeah.
1: Dusty? Troy Berry. Troy Berry. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. Gage? Oh, you had one for Justin there, man. Yeah. Well, everybody, that's episode five. Like, think MX Connection. Perfect structure. 4 GMN.
0: <sighs> I feel insulted.
1: I screwed it up the first time, too. It's the second time now. 4GMX Indoor Motocross, Rapid Concrete Solutions, Deadwood All-In, Static Collective, Precision Excavation, and Black Hills Landscape. Justin, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was
4: awesome. It was a lot of fun. We'll catch you guys on episode six. See you guys. Yeah,